Hello, and welcome to the first episode of 2024 of the Pretty Little Podcast, (laughs) season four, episode 10. We're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And as I just literally just said today, we are recapping season four, episode 10 of Pretty Little Liars, the hit series. It's called The Mirror Has Three Faces. And I know exactly why it's called that. But I can't say it yet because it's going to reveal what happens in the app. Oh, there's a very specific scene that that makes that make exact perfect sense. Yeah, I guess. Phoebe, I have to say, I'm not surprised you didn't get it because Phoebe texted me. Do not. That's so mean. Why? It's fodder for the pod. Everything we everything we do is fodder for the pot. Anything you say to me, you can say in front of my face. But it's like this is with. It. <laughs> also, you you could just cut it. We all know you freaking censor me all the time. <laughs> this again. You guys can't imagine the things I've said, the revelations I've had on this podcast that will never reach your ears because somebody is a gatekeeper. Right. You guys can believe her, or be realistic. Your pick. You know what? I do want to just say. Speaking of being real. What a blip on the radar of pop culture was be real. That is true. I wonder, I haven't used it in a long time. I wonder if people still are. There are some people that still do. I'm kind of not using it more to protect my own uh, self. But I also think that a lot of people have kind of just stopped doing it. It's just, it really, it was here. It was so here. And then it was gone. Boop. Yeah, I did really like it at the time. Yeah, I think it's changed a bit because in Asheville, Addie was like, okay, my be real. And I was like, didn't you already do a be real today? And she was like, yeah, you can do another one now. Yeah, I was still using it when you could do that. If you post on time, you get two. Oh. Ooh. Welcome to 2024. What the heck is up? (laughs) How has your year been? (laughs) Me. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh my god guys even Stop, I'm, in stitches. I'm in stitches oh my god um but for real how's your day been fine i haven't really done much wow at all starting the new year off to a good start what's on the first page of your book finishing salt burn last <laughs> night at three in the morning on the couch oh my god guys with I also a slice of cake and a can of beer Okay, gross. <laughs> Actually, not a movie that I found easy to like eat during. Mm. That's the only thing. I didn't struggle with that. I okay, guys. If you haven't seen Saltburn and you're not going to see it, there will be a timestamp, I'm sure. Wait, speaking of, by the way, on one of our episodes on Spotify, you can just like it has like chapters that listed. Worked? Yes, and I want you to keep doing it because it was so awesome. I didn't do it on purpose. And then and then it's never happened on another episode. I need to find which one it is. Um, it's like it's recent. It's within like the last five episodes, but I don't know which one. I'll find it. I can look, but yeah, I. But worked. I mean, I haven't. I just like kind of put them in there. I don't know why it did that, but it's gorge, and I want yeah. it to do it every week. I'll try to look into it. Okay, guys, it's really, it's a High powerful tech. tool. It's really nice. Um, if you just want to skip around, it's nice. But anyway, so skip this if you haven't watched or don't care. But 
yeah, I just was so prepared. Like I was like holding off on watching it because I was so convinced it would have me up at night. People said it was like really disturbing. And I just want to ask like the general public, have you guys seen movies? <laughs> like I've seen so many really disturbing movies. And that one this just wouldn't like, make the top 10. Like, yeah, I mean, it was it weird for sure. Did the guy do some fucked up stuff that like was a little bit like hard to watch? Yeah, but it didn't like chill me to my core. Like that's not, there are movies I've watched like The Lovely Bones yeah. chills me to my core. Or like Black Swan. Yes. I'd put that up there. Probably yeah, like Mother. Again, we were talking about Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, yeah. Like there are like hereditary that like, really set, but even keeping horror out of the conversation did you say midsummer no but not talking about horror i know but even if we're not thinking of it through that lens like just with disturbing things happening in them that aren't necessarily because i don't really think of midsummer fully as horror like i know it is in the horror genre but when i think of it it's more like a psychological like thriller yeah but it's really there are some really disturbing themes and things that happen in it that are actually disturbing to me but i guess it's subjective y'all like, just gotta get out there more i think y'all just gotta hang but out I, with more people like but oliver I, but like i Ollie. guess if this was disturbing to you maybe maybe you're watching the movies that are right for you i do think that jacob alordi being in it brought probably brought a, a big audience yeah that wouldn't yeah necessarily watch a movie like saltburn if it had been like another like hot actor but like an a20 like if, mm -hmm. i mean he couldn't play this role but someone like paul meskel or yeah. someone who's a little more into the a24 realm yeah but like i think that because jacob Elordi's so hot and he like unbelievable to look at like actually unbelievable people forget that he he's is actually a really like, good takes actor. his actor acting really seriously yeah and like wants to do it's the curse roles. that's the curse but yeah i think after this i'll pretty much and he's been telling us with euphoria and with but this, even then like, that's still a show it's targeted towards you know teens it is but he's playing a deep dark character so we should like anyone in that show yes it's geared toward teens and like young adults but anyone in that show is a serious fucking actor like you yeah. know what i mean so you have to kind of sometimes look at it like Maybe the show is geared towards that audience, but it's not a CW show. Like it's those are actors, mm -hmm. and so I think I've taken him seriously as an actor the whole time. I've taken everyone on that show. I think is really fucking good, and I don't usually feel that about like a lot of shows, but that one because you have to be like to tell mm -hmm. that story. And anyway, whatever. But Jacob Elordi is like just so I just couldn't believe it at some points, like how hot he was. Like Kelly and I were just like. And he's so tall. It's just crazy. And I have to say something. And this is like, I just, you know, honestly, what's his name? Barry Kogan? Kyogen. Kyogen. He gave me the creeps and the ick. But like, I didn't, I'm not, Kelly goes, I must be on the like thirsty side of TikTok for him. I was like, I, yeah, I'm not. But, but was Kelly into him? No, but she, I think she's like, I think, I don't think so. But I think that she has been seeing a lot of TikToks of people that are, like, very into him. That's how I feel. You're into him? I'm into all of them. 
He oh was God. literally on my dream slut rotation last week. I know, but I, and I was like, I need to go back and listen to that because why was he on that? He gave me the ick, like he icked me out. I think he looks like he was stung by bees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this, <laughs> this will be the final episode of the Pretty Little Podcast because we're going to go outside and be fucking torched to death. No, not in like a bad way. How how could you say that in a, and mean it in a good way? Because <laughs> I'm concerned. Oh my god! Okay, I'm just so kidding. now now you're not being now you're not only being mean, but you're also being condescending. I'm getting, I'm getting, you know. Um, <laughs> but that is how I feel. Like I do think that's how he looks, and I've said it to multiple people now. And I don't mean it as an insult. It's more like just an observation. <laughs> and you sound and like I also, mama. I also said he kind of reminds me of Harry Potter in like the seventh movies. No, when when Hermione has to do the spell on him so that the Snatchers don't recognize him. And his face <laughs> kind of looks like that. He also looks way older than he is. Like, he looks... I'm like, he's 48. He's only, like, 31. <laughs> I'm like, he looks old to me. I was like, is this going to be an orphan situation where you find out the whole time he's, like, 80? Like, I literally was like, what? Oh, yeah, that's another movie, guys. Go watch that <laughs> and tell me how disturbing yeah. this was. Yeah. But, Just um, because he fucks the grave... Doesn't mean. I mean, that was a lot. Yeah, I, but I, we, I, my I've, main concern though was the worse. hygiene. I was like, I'm worried about that. I'm worried about that, as in his penis. <laughs> like, thank you for like, the clarification. I don't know, and I just also was like, if you killed him, why are you doing that? Why are you crying like this, like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did this. If you were gonna be sad about it, you didn't have to. I don't know. Because he's crazy, I think. <laughs> I think actually it was just because he's actually nuts. <laughs> Let's see. What else did I not love about it? Really just, I just, he just, uh, I didn't I like didn't, him. One thing that I didn't love and like was expecting better of in a movie like this that's clearly set. It's like they actually tell you what year it's set in and it's 2007. And they, then they start playing music from, from other times. And it not, I mean, but like. There I did are, love the soundtrack, but you're right. But there are songs that like, and I honestly like. I have. I want there to be another movie that comes out about like college times around when like Vampire mm-hmm. Weekend was st- like. I want a movie like that about like millennials when they were in college and like that culture that Gen Z was obsessed mm-hmm. with when we were like in middle school. I want a movie about that. Yeah, yeah. And I this came close, but then. Well, M- <laughs> M- well. F- no, 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 I just mean, <laughs> I just mean like we got like a, the academia of that mm. time, but then for like a second, the research didn't really <laughs> stack up for me. No, but I do love that one song. The one, two, yeah. three, four. I know. Ugh. I, I, uh, I was, yeah, I was listening to that while I was getting ready last night. The other thing is I feel like the I love how it was filmed, like the colors, like it was just really beautiful. It was a beautiful movie. But it like didn't feel like it fit the story, like how beautiful it was. Isn't that the point though? Is it? I was We're like all it's obsessed with beautiful things, uh, just like Oliver. Wow. Wow, fee good one. I also was like Wait, my interesting that Rosamund Pike doesn't have botox for this movie. My comprehension skills are are back. I, thank God, they're back. <laughs> Brief hiatus, 
but we're Still gonna don't go. know what's gonna happen when i open east of eden back up but <laughs> yeah i mean wish i didn't get to tell you guys but that's what triggered this lapse well, wait, in can someone cells. actually tell me question for the culture i don't want to google it because i don't want spoilers but like why are we using the name adam in a story for east of eden and then you his story in the beginning has something to do with cain and abel he and his you brother just want, like me to look it up yeah you could okay so what's your question well from what i read on the side thing like the the description of the book that mm-hmm. comes on the book you're trying to figure out like the adam is. adam trask has two kids that will be the cain and abel but adam and his brother also have like a, his brother tries to kill him and at one point while adam is away cain like gets into a fight with a rock and it like gives him the mark of Cain, which is like, a, that's like literally what it is, and he has it, but he's not Cain. It's just confusing to me. As Adam grows older and has his own sons, his symbolic role changes, and he becomes a parallel to the biblical Adam, Cain and Abel's father. For much of the boy's childhood, Adam proves a less than ideal father, distant from his sons, unable to see his own favoritism for. Um, Aaron over Cal, a repetition of his own father's favoritism, blah, blah, blah. But what's your question? Well, that's what I mean is that like the book is supposed to be a retelling of Genesis through the parallels of these two families, the Hamiltons and the Trasks. Mm. But when I was reading it initially, you can see that when you're familiar with the story of Cain and Abel, I was looking for... I was already like trying to look for that symbolism. And then you see Adam and Charles's dad showing favoritism towards Adam. And that's what causes Charles to like beat and almost kill Adam. Mm. So that's Cain and Abel. And then I read the thing and it said that Adam's kids are going to be Cain and Abel basically. But also I was confused because his name is Adam. So it would make sense that that would, he's going to be Adam Mm -hmm. or he wouldn't have picked that name. Mm-hmm. Maybe Steinbeck, maybe Steinbeck flubbed this. <laughs> maybe he literally missed the mark. Maybe, but I, yeah, I wish I could have a conversation with you about it, but I just, I haven't read it, so I have no idea. <laughs> you guys hear that? She yeah, she, she hasn't even. I haven't read it. read it, and I'm not going to. It's a big one. I'm done reading classics. I'm done. I'm over it. I've read as many as I need to. Unless I, I feel very much called. You know what I mean? I haven't. So I yeah, need yeah, to. Yeah. And I really do enjoy him. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, then good. I'm glad you're reading it. I'm glad you're opening your freaking mind. But what were we talking about? Oh, the colors and salt burnt. Oh, <laughs> Rosamund Pike. Few things that her character that had me scratching my head because I'm like, if, as you say, she's so obsessed with beautiful things, What's with the hair and what's with the no Botox? It's it's to give the illusion of the all natural. Is not having Botox the new signifier of luxury? Mm. Is that going to be the new thing? I bet you in 10 years that will be the thing. Maybe. But the good news is Botox wears off. So <laughs> if you get Botox now, you're in luck. In 10 years, just stop and you'll be cool again. Um... But I bet that will be it. Like, 
Because they'll be like, oh, like, you know, all those celebrities now are like, I love looking at every wrinkle I've earned from laughing. <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay. And they're like, my muscles are my tools. Yeah, because you've only laughed because you've never had to cry before except for on film. Because you've <laughs> never had a problem. Because you've never been sat before. Because you are rich. Right. And money you, solves everything. Everyone knows that. Money buys happiness. <laughs> um, we would know. But yeah, that of course, that is just something, though, that I was like, I feel like her hair should look better than this. And I feel like she should have a forehead that doesn't have wrinkles just because of the character. But I feel like it. I don't know. It. I feel like it worked for the character because yeah. she like it, they they they're that family that is rich but wants to appear like yeah i guess that's true connect you like bohemian and like yeah exactly yeah Yeah. maybe the best line delivery of the whole movie is when we find out that pamela killed herself oh my god she'd do anything for attention (laughs) (laughs) she is so good in the movie she's really funny she cracks every line of her just the way she delivers them yeah when she and they're like oh they're like sitting down like doing that and they're just like walking and they're just like make such a meal out of it that's what they call it the party scene oh when you like just have simple blocking they're like make a meal out of it right that i'm being serious i love i know you're you're not acting like you're taking me seriously what else i'm I'm making a meal guess we're going into 2024 the same way we left 2023 (laughs) um i liked the scene in the party where they show Rosamund Pike and she's just like in the corner with her glasses on with a drink in her hand just going. <laughs> I love her. She Fancy. was such a vibe in the movie. She was such a vibe. Actual vibe. Actual vibe. Okay. <laughs> so what are your. Don't ask me what my resolutions are. Why? Because I don't know. What are you running from? <laughs> what are you hiding from in there? I just don't. I haven't done my reflection, and I just I I'm not prepared for this conversation. Okay, well you you did have the knowledge that you would speak to me today, and you know it's one of my favorite questions in the first of the year. I don't think I did know that. I love I love a new year. Really, January is the worst month of all, in my opinion. Absolutely. But that should be okay. no offense if you're a Cap or an Aquare, but worst month of all (laughs) and (laughs) makes me really sad and depressed but i also love a new year because i don't know the symbolism of the blank slate for me just works (laughs) i'm like i don't know who she is it's just like don't reinvent the wheel it literally is like this just works and i and you know what (laughs) it always happens at the end of the year i'm like oh my god i'm like my most depressed i'm like my most stressed out i'm been doing my most emotional eating and spending and all these things for sure and then i'm like oh my god i'm in crisis something has to make change and then it's like perfect yeah. timing no, I'm, I'm totally with the you. new year i just haven't i think that reflection for me comes like in the in this month mm-hmm. and i'll figure out what yeah this is my ramp also i just don't agree with the whole like all right well january 1st is like you have to start all your goals yeah today and not to plug, but I don't know if you guys saw the TikTok I made, the very brave get ready with me TikTok, where I spoke about the 100 point system. But I'm just saying, I could really help you too. Mm. It just makes things so much more attainable. Yeah, I I do think this year I want to be better about goals. 
our childhood babysitter Anne came over and I was reminded that every year she like makes a really detailed list yes. of goals and she genuinely does them. Yeah. And that was kind of inspiring. I also I think I'm going to just as like a gratitude thing at the end of every week, I'm going to write down a bunch of good things that happened mm-hmm. and then put it in a jar or in an envelope or something. And then at the end of the year, I'll be able to read them and yeah. see that the year was good, mm. even if it felt bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it can be hard to see the forest for the trees in the in the dark months, but yeah, I don't know. I just I just like like I just do feel renewed. Like sometimes I just need the new I think once I get back to Nashville, I will feel that more. But yeah. right now I still like I'm kind of in break mode. Well, yeah, that makes sense. And I don't also have like like m- my life feels like it's down there right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Totally. Well, anywho. Guys, I'm trying to fall in love this year. That's my resolution. uh, Okay. Well, then why did you shy away when I said, what are your resolutions? You were like, don't ask me. I want to fall in love. (laughs) Well, you opened me up. You opened me up. Oh, my God. That is my talent. Tell us more. (laughs) What are you looking for? Guys, listen up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think that I'm just ready. I also think that i am ready in a way where i'm not chasing i'm Mm -hmm. ready in a way of like you're attracting hopefully you don't (laughs) chase you attract i just think that like me i've talked to mimi about it like we're in a place where it's like we feel really good about getting settled in our like career Mm -hmm. and in our new adult lives and i think as i fall more confidently into that it will be easier. Yes. And you've got to have your focus elsewhere. Like, I really believe that you like, you need to say to yourself, yes, you're like ready for love, mm-hmm. but just like you're saying, like, you can't be like looking for it. Like you have to say, I'm ready for love. But the reason you're ready is because you're investing in yourself and you're taking care of yourself and you've made really exciting progress in your professional life. And like, you know, all of these things like moving down your personal life, you're evolving in a way that makes you ready for it, but don't be looking for it. You know, yeah. like immerse yourself and your life down there and your friends and your work and whatever. And like, it will just come to you if you're doing like in the, words the right of, things. I know this is a movie quote, but in the words of my good friend, Maddie Bartone, you build it and they will come. <laughs> exactly. You build it, they will come. It's true. It's true. And it's, you know, it just, it really... Yeah, I just think it happens when you're not expecting it because if you're like actively searching for it, it just doesn't it just doesn't always happen that way. So I think it's exciting that you're thinking of it that way. Yeah. That's great. That's Thanks. really great. What are your resolutions? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> um fishing. Just kidding, obviously. <laughs> um well, I really would love to become a morning person. <gasps> That's always a good goal. I yeah. have that goal about once a month. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm always like, fuck that. I don't want to do that. I I do want to do it because I just think the problem with my life is like when I'm like, okay, describe the girl you want to be. She wakes up early. She goes to bed early. Yeah. She like, I can think of the girl I want to be, but like there's just something and maybe it's a mental block that's like, well, you're never going to be that because of my lifestyle, which is I don't actually stop. Like, I'm like, okay, I would love to turn my phone off at 9 p.m. Yeah. But there are nights where I don't finish working until 830 p.m. Mm -hmm. So like 
sorry, sue me. I want to like catch up on any texts I've missed in the past yeah. four hours when I've been teaching, you know, mm-hmm. or like whatever. Or I now have things that like I need to do personally, like on my phone or whatever. So like, there really are not enough hours in the no, day. No. And that's one area where I'm like, okay, that's, you know, hopefully eventually I would love to be in a place where that does, that's no longer an issue for me. But right now that is. And same with like a bedtime. Like it's like, yes, okay. I can tell myself I want to go to bed by 1030. But what if I'm in a show and I'm in rehearsal until mm-hmm. 10? Like then that's just not going to happen. And I feel like I can start this now and it can work for me until there's a fly right in front of me. Oh my God. It's symbolic. Is it? What's this? Okay. English major. What's a fly symbolic for? Probably that I'm a piece of shit. Where flies are, there is usually garbage and shit. It's a symbol of actual death. Ah! I lost it. Well, as you might have guessed, I lost it. (laughs) As you might have guessed by that sound. Anywho, don't know what I was saying. Lost my train of thought. Oh, I'll start it and then like it will just fall off. And then it's so hard for me to like start it back up again. Yeah. But I can't let or that I'll stop like, me from starting you'll it. You'll, like, do it one morning. You'll be like, this is so good. Why don't I do this more? And then you I don't know. end up going to bed until, like, one That's in the morning. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I I also, like, I, the person I want to be is in control of her sleeping. The person I want to be yeah. and it, but doesn't it's wake like, up screaming. <laughs> I think I saw someone talk about it because I think that our culture, like, like we tie being a morning person to productivity. Mm-hmm and being a night owl is something like restless and like chaotic but if you're using your nights Mm -hmm. well you can get just as much out of it as you can in the morning it's just dark it's totally true i just i hate like especially because i work from home i hate that like i if i wanted to i can roll out of bed at 8 57 exactly and get online at nine like Mm -hmm. And then, then I'm like in my PJs until lunch, working in my PJs. Yeah. Or until I have a meeting and I need to like get dressed. And then, so it just feels like I would love to be really awake and have like, and also, when the fuck do you work out? Like, that's the other thing Dude, for me. That is really it. Because also, there's the, the whole scam of saying it's nine to five, it's really a nine to six at least. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, everybody, if even if you work from home and you want to now go to the gym, everybody is is there is is there and on their way there or mm-hmm. on their way somewhere so it takes you an hour to get there mm-hmm. and then and then it's like okay now you have to eat exactly. are you gonna, are you gonna eat before are you or like even if you get off work it's like okay am i gonna cook now yeah or i'm gonna go to the gym now so i can go to bed earlier but then now i'm eating at 9 p.m mm-hmm. it's really difficult it, it's really and getting hard it's just like sorry I'm not getting up to go to the gym. I never will. It's just I never so will. hard. I want to be that person, but I don't know if I am that person. But whatever. I am reading Atomic Habits, and you should too. And I think it it definitely like just frames things better. But it's just true. Like it is hard to do everything, and the people that get it done, more power to you. But it's hard, and I want to be that person, but I just don't know how. And also, the other gag is like. Okay, I got a Peloton so I can work out of my house. But, like, that doesn't mean I'm doing it. Well, I remember my drum teacher in high school would always talk about it like that because 
a lot of parents would be like, will my kid practice more if, if I get yeah. them a marimba? Uh, which is like having the basement and instead of having to drive them to the high school every day to go practice for three hours. Mm-hmm. And Mr. DeLuca would always say, no, no, because it's there. It's the same thing as getting a treadmill. You yeah. think that that's what's going to happen. Right. Because technically you're like, okay, this is a better investment than like over time. If I spend $10 at the month, mm-hmm. sp- if I spend $10 a month at the gym and that's like indefinite, then, then you're spending more money than if you just outright bought the machine. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the gym, then you have, like, you're not going to go and not do anything. Yeah, it's true. I want to get on a good, like, cycle, like, doing different things. Because yeah. I think I also just get really bored. And the thing is, I do love the Peloton, but just because it's easy to get to doesn't mean you have the time to do it. Like, mm-hmm. you still have to get on the fucking bike. G-Daddy always says, when I was talking to him about getting back to back, getting back into going to the gym... He said, I go every day, but there are a lot of days that I, people don't realize that there are days that he doesn't want to go. But he says, I just tell myself I only have to go for five minutes. Yeah. Wow. Even once I get there, if I get there and I only want to do five minutes, that's all I'll do. And he was like, every time I show up, I end up just doing my whole workout because it's like, I'm already Mm -hmm. here. But if you tell me it's just, it's more manageable. It's true. It's like, like, how do you eat an elephant? You know? (laughs) Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> it is, yeah. I just, I need to incentivize myself also. Anthony got me. I, I asked him for it. He's not dropping hints. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for these cute little towels that are like made for the Peloton that you put on them so that like, because, you know, if you're sweating and then it gets mm-hmm. like slippery. So it's like a cute towel that's specifically meant for that. And I was like, okay. Little something to excite me. I'm I'm changing up the office. We're going to put it up there. So it's not going to be down here anymore. And I'm going to be able to watch TV while I do it. And that might really help. Yeah. I don't know. But it's just hard. It's just fucking hard to get everything done, you guys. And I would love to hear anything that you have done that's, like, helped your productivity. Because, and the thing is, like, I'm a really productive person. I really am. And so are you. Like, so yeah. it's not that I want to be more productive. I just want to be, you I want to be less productive. <laughs> I want to have more time to like, it's just like you want to be, you enjoy my be life. Productive differently. Yeah. And I think also, yeah, I'm, I'm this year. I've been really productive in terms of like my career and like theater, which is also a part of my career. I feel like I was super, super productive in terms of podcast and my job and teaching and performing. But, like, in terms of, like, taking care of myself, not so much. So this year, now that I've got all those things, like, already in place, I really just, that's that's the focus of my year, I think, is, and, and taking care of, like, again, making those fucking doctor's appointments. Like, that's the, that's on my 100 points this week. If I, like, I literally have, make dentist appointment, five points. Five points, there you go. If you do it, you get five points. That helps. Yeah. So... Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, enough about the new year. Blah, blah, blah. I'm so bored. Do you think that Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang are going to replace Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper at the New Year's Eve? No. Some people do think that that is maybe potentially what could be happening. No. And I also think that people need to just get over it with the drinking on 
television on New Year's. Who cares? Are people mad? Yes. Uh, people are like, what a joke. I would never watch this. Cohen's a fraud. Cohen's a loser. Like, people hate Andy Cohen. That pisses me off. I know. And they're like, oh my God, this is so disgusting. Like, he's such a gross blah, blah, blah. Like, everyone's so annoyed that they... We're drunk. But like, did you guys watch last year when it was the most boring thing in the fucking world? Hey, did you guys drink on New Year's? Okay. And they also <laughs> have to do it with not being able to go to the bathroom. Yeah, like, just get over it. But also, did you see the video of the people, like, waiting at the barricades? Yeah, I did. And they had been waiting there since, like, 3 in the morning. No, can you imagine anything worse on Earth? No. It's actually, that's actually what it's like to go to a non-act call um, when you are auditioning in, in New York. That's exactly what it was like at the hairspray call. Just miserable. In case you're wondering. And like, I'm sorry. There's something really. I just hate that it's like sponsored by Planet Fitness. Like, I understand it's like the new it's year. It's because they can stand up as long as they as they can to do well, that. Of course. The only make... the fittest people in America are there. <laughs> and that's a fact. And that's an actual that's a verifiable fact. fact. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> Don't even Don't doubt us. Fact check me. Don't fact check me. <laughs> don't fact check me guys you don't have to because i'm telling the truth put your freaking encyclopedias Literally. away okay encyclopedia brown <laughs> okay all right okay okay anyway but like and then the running and then the man who's like in pads i'm like y'all that's embarrassing out of your minds you're all wearing diapers how would it feel to be in that sea of people and look around and like you just know everyone around you's wearing a fucking diaper no, thank you. And there was something more charming about it when you like look back at pictures from like pre when the you don't iPhone. have to see them getting there, and also like pre the iPhone. Like mm. those celebrations feel more like I don't know. There's just something like a little bit more endearing about it. But now there's just something dystopian about it, and I think that the Planet Fitness hats are not helping. Well, I also think the problem is that everybody. Like, these people that are running to get in there, just, like, part of me is, like, thinking about those people in New York and how many people probably got pickpocketed and, yeah. like, robbed last night because they're probably looking at that, like, an opportunity because that's what Times Square is. So That's a good point. It just, like, made me feel icky. That's just how New York, like, low-key makes me feel now a lot of times. Like, icky. Like, mm. I don't know. I mean, there are things I love about it, but just... Like that, the like the desperation on those people's faces, running it's to like, get close to the ball dropping. It's like when the, the most depressing thing. I was just like, this happens. is like the most. This is like, like sad to me. It 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 gives the energy of like 2012 Black Friday. Yes, like like yeah. when the deals used to be really good. Exactly, but would that's like what makes me think other. there are people that are like, this is my opportunity to oh, like yeah. steal people's phone. Like it's like it. A music festival or wherever where people are there, they're working. They're stealing phones. That's like a job. Mm -hmm. 100%. I I don't know. It was pretty. It was crazy. Bummed me out for sure. And then the worst thing I thought of, leaving. (gasps) End of the night. No. Oh, oh, oh my God. I mean, like, obviously an Uber is worse. (laughs) But I mean, like. Well, you have think to about get them all out of pi- Times Square. Think no, about them I all know. piling into the subway. No, I know. Think about just trying to get out of Times Square. And all the tourists that are calling an Uber in Times Square trying to get one. I actually so don't nobody know how can it's get out. not like we haven't had like a mass 
death experience. Ugh, don't put that out there because I've thought about th- I think about that every year because it's like Astro World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, another thing I want to talk about, you know, Cara Delevingne's infamous glam bot in the red dress and she's like kind of a bitch yes. right beforehand and everyone mm-hmm. was like because she's literally yeah. on camera. I honestly sometimes hate watching those because you see the celebrity like in the moment before and they, it's like not cute. I like don't think they realize that the, he films the whole thing. Yeah. Because he'll pull them up and it's like they're And some, he's also so nice. And some people like and at this point I'm sorry you guys know who he is. Yes. And he's also, there at every event. I don't know. be a dick when and he also, asks like, you. It's it's honestly nice of him to ask you because now you're gonna have this awesome fucking shot that's gonna be all over people. Like the better your shot is, the more people will see it. You love attention. That's why you're here. You're a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like, what about this is not your speed? Yeah. So he just had to choose the best glam bot of the year, and he chose that one. Really? Which I'm like, is this look here? Really? Like, is this him being like, hey, fuck you. I'm going to put you on blast for everyone to see. Because he acknowledges is it. it. A, is it a good glam bot? Yeah. I mean, she's he, a model. He acknowledges it in the video. He's like, I know, you know, she looked kind of frustrated and annoyed right before but you know in her defense there was a lot going on uh and and you know so she was there was just a lot happening um but she had an absolutely amazing glam bot it's the best of the year and he literally names it the best glam bot of 2023 but i'm low-key like is this a killer with kindness moment maybe because it's a low-key a serve yeah like he's like you were a bitch to me Mm -hmm. in front of everybody and so now I'm going to have my moment. And I'm going to say you it. had the best one. But I'm not going to just post your glam bot. I'm going to post the beforehand the too. So everybody can see <sighs> that I'm the bigger person here. Right. And that you look like a diva. I don't know. It's like a little messy. And if he didn't mean it in a messy way, I'm sure he did. And I'm sure he. But like if he did, respect. I agree. Um, one thing I have respect for. Ooh. Let me just pull it up. Not yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think in 2024, I'm going to crack more freaking jokes. You I'm going to be a laugh riot. That's a, that's a, laugh, a, for, a freaking laugh that's riot. That's a for sure. I'm going to be a laugh that's riot. That's a for sure. And I'm also going to be out there. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to be crazy. You're going to be out there and you're going to be out there. I'm going to be unpredictable. I am not going to learn anything about space. That's pretty predictable. <laughs> okay. Well, sometimes I learn things against my will. You haven't asked me how I'm going to avoid learning anything new about space. How am I going to avoid it? How? Now I'm not telling you because you were kind of shitty about it. <laughs> and I'm also, if you think I'm giving that up on the air, you're crazy. That's Patreon content. That's <laughs> an ad for the Patreon. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What are you saying? Um, today they, they posted... Someone posted Lindsay Lohan's performance at New Year's Rock and Eve 2005. And I just... Um, if this had, if I was on dream rotation this oh week, this would have been in my dream rotation because I am obsessed with how she talks at the end of her performance. Wait, play it. What on earth? Good night, everybody. Happy <laughs> New Year 2005. God bless. <laughs> oh, God. And also, like, okay, am I crazy or was she singing? 
Okay, I was gonna say my crazy like, or what she sounds good. good. Yes, but that's Sister! not. But, but, but that's not how she sounds when she sings it. So I'm like, no, she's singing. She no, was singing. No, and she, was, she was singing, and she was slaying. We know music. <laughs> There's one thing we know: it's music, and we know good singing. She was singing. Um, I know, and she did sound good. She did, I'm and she's in all white. Started. I'm sick of being followed. That's what she's wearing in the music video. Is all white. She fucking she leaves the club it. via helicopter on the ceiling. Oh, of course, on the roof. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> helicopter on the ceiling. Never forget when I was in a band, not with you, in high school, with these boys, and we did go on the ceiling by the black keys. Mm-hmm. We played in a church basement. We played in a church basement at something, and I was like, "What should I wear?" And they were like, "Something slutty." <laughs> That's what they told me. I know. And then I told mom that. And mom was like, and dad was like, rock and roll. And so mom took me to find a slutty dress. <laughs> not kidding. Not kidding. I was seven. I definitely had braces. <laughs> well, I think it was like right before senior year. So I didn't have braces. But oh. Fuck. So I didn't have braces. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Wait. There was something I was going to say about Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Rumors. Rumors. I wish that Ashley Tisdale had performed. Oh, he said, she said. If we could have had the trifecta, rumors. He said, she said. Sneaker <laughs> night. <laughs> oh no, I was gonna say the Hillary Duff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you see the Benito? And I'm so sorry. Yes, she I did. Turquoise. I can never forget. Turquoise. Is that her name? Well, that's what he calls her in his Aries video, so which is so funny. <laughs> so funny. But they opened up their tour by doing yes, it. Yes, it's so funny. And then also, Courtney, average fashion blogger, or like she didn't, it wasn't her TikTok, but she was out to dinner with her friends. And they posted a TikTok of her doing, like, it was them and they were in a restaurant. And then the caption was, when your waiter tells you that they were a finalist and so you can so you think you can dance. Oh my god. And they pan to Courtney and it's her doing that <laughs> dance with no music. <laughs> but everybody knows what That needs dance to be a new is, challenge. Obviously. Just like in a public place you just start doing Guys, that. Because if dance, you haven't no watched music. that video, you you need to. It's they required have. viewing. Everyone's seen it. I hope. I, ha- I have to. It's required can, viewing. Wait, has Hillary Duffer created it yet? I think she's acknowledged it and perhaps actually I think she did recreate it. Um, I mean, the dancing <laughs> is, it's so funny. Yeah. Let's see. This is right off the dome. Right off the dome. <laughs> uh-huh. Nailed it! It is something like that. Something like for that. sure. The more head. Yeah. More head I than d- I did. <laughs> more Head in 2024. <laughs> more head in 2024. I didn't have any 2024 resolutions <laughs> until right now. Until right now, more head in 2024. <laughs> mom, close your ears, close your ears. Mom, mom, uh, no, mom's behind. You know how I know? <laughs> Christmas morning is how I know. You guys will never believe this. Mom, I'm sorry for what I'm about to say. <laughs> Christmas morning comes around, Phoebe and I unwrap identical packages inside sorry automatics this cocktail book and if you'll remember i somehow purchased a signed <laughs> <laughs> and mom's like what you guys already phoebe and i look at each other we start laughing mom's like what 
do you guys already have it? Phoebe's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I didn't say a word and she just moved on. But she'll find out. But that also tells me she has not been keeping up with the Connells. Oh, because I was we like, talked where about is this it. Going? I was like, we talked about it on an episode. What did we unwrap that was the same that has to do with Moorhead? Oh my in god, twenty twenty four. No, you missed this whole thing. No, no, no. I was just confused about. I didn't realize you were connecting to mom hearing it. Mm-hmm. I thought. Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. reminded you of something that we got. No, on Christmas. because she's behind because she hasn't heard that episode yet. I thought you meant mom is behind it because no 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 um but yeah hillary duff benito skinner i love that podcast by the way they're so funny oh i remembered what okay if anybody okay so here's what i realized a lot of you have been watching vpr since we've been chatting about it and I'm really excited for you. And I got a text from someone, a close personal friend, Lila, who said she just finished VPR and now she needs something to watch. So I decided we're going to have a little Caroline's reality TV corner. Caroline just made this decision and didn't tell me. I did because you also need to hear it because you are only watching VPR also because I encourage you to. I told her the next thing she should watch is Summer House. If you're looking for a new reality television show, this is also... Courtesy of Amber. Amber influenced me to watch it, okay? But you can start on season three when Paige DeSorbo and Hannah Burner come on the scene. I haven't watched seasons one and two, and I frankly don't care to because I like them. That's why I watched it. How did you know about them before? Like, why did you start watching Giggly it Squad. them? Oh, you listened to Giggly Squad before they were on it? And Amber. Amber... We all know the story. Amber posted something that said, see you in court, like merch. And I was like, I love that, but I don't know what that's from. And so then she was like, oh, it's this podcast, Giggly Squad. Do you know these people? I was like, no. She's like, do you watch Summer House? I was like, no. But I started listening to Giggly Squad and I really liked it. And then I was like, well, now I need to watch Summer House because of these girls, but I only want to watch once they're there. So anyway, right. it's a much less intimidating watch than VPR. Fewer seasons, but... It will give you more insight into things we talk about because I talk about Paige and we talk about Kickley Squad. So, and you should all, all, <laughs> my head hurts. You should also watch Summer House. That should be your next reality TV. Different from Grey's, different from other television. Reality TV is its own thing. But so that's anyone who has finished or is about to finish VPR needs something new, Summer House. And I'd love to talk to you about it. So DM me. Okay. Moving on to our rotations. That's the only thing you wanted to talk about in your corner? Yeah. I'm just giving a new recommendation. Okay. There is more stuff I want to talk about, but I just don't know who cares about it yet. So if you care about reality television, then message me and then I'll know if I should spend more time in the corner. Perfect. It's your turn. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm the dream rotation. So the first thing I'm going to, if I could herald you back to a time when things were simpler, Brighter, um, better even. Mm. The bottomless mug at Brugger's. Oh my God, you guys, this was the greatest scam in American history. Guys, this was Coachella. <laughs> this is like <laughs> fire festival level scam. Guys, this <laughs> was 
the peak of my life. You everything can't since, imagine what I'm about Everything to say. since then has gone downhill. Yes. Everything has been a little bit less shiny. Like, again, I always reference the Claritin Clear commercials. It's been like the film has been put back on since the end of the bottomless mug. Okay, guys, guys. we used to live. <sighs> oh, my God. We lived and died for the bottomless mug. And here's what it is, you guys. You can pay $99 in the beginning of the year. And you get a little keychain that says bottomless mug. And you get a mug. And the idea is that you can have bottomless coffee. All year, you can go get your coffee mug refilled. But then they were like, you don't actually have to have the cup. And we'll give you any drink you want. So and you can just come get a large Diet Coke if you want. And there's no limit on how many times you can come a day. Or and how also, many you can get at one time. Yep. And, and also, you didn't even have to show them proof. <laughs> so our mom, I can't believe I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get arrested. But <laughs> our mom had one. But all of us said we had it. So I would pull up. Mom will have gone at noon and gotten something. And then I'll pull through. And we don't get anything else, by the way. I pull in Brugger's and I'm like, can I have two large Diet Cokes? Because Kelly's in the car. And then... This was like the... I mean, I know that you guys are currently at the peak of your friendship, but mm -hmm. this was like the peak of their friendship in the beginning. And then Kelly would go too. I don't know if she... Her mom might have had it. I can't remember. But then she would go and be like, hey, can I have one large Diet Coke? And I have the bottomless mug. And then they literally just give it to you. And eventually they started asking like, oh, do you have the cup? And I'd be like, no, I never... like. You never need the cup. And they're like, okay. And then they'd be like, can you show me the cart? And then they just stopped doing it all together. But it was awesome because also Brugger's has such good diet. Guys, there is the perfect ratio it's of syrup. So syrup to carbonation. And like, I like the vessel it comes in. I like their cup. The straw is perfect. It's just a really superior Diet Coke. If you have a Brugger's near you, check it out. Our Brugger's has now sadly been closed because we bankrupted them. <laughs> just kidding. But it has been closed, and now it looks like it's going to be opening soon. It, that's the rumor on the street. And I can't wait to have a freaking Brugger's Bagels Diet Coke. Me too. I hope it hasn't, like, I hope it's not like when Wendy's reopened oh down there. Oh, my God. And they got that fucking freestyle machine. Nightmare Blunt Rotation freestyle machines. Yeah. Okay. Next. Um... Huh. Next is Martha Stewart's Finsta. Now, I know it's not really a fake Instagram, but <laughs> she has her, like, main page that's, like, the polished Martha Stewart brand. Right. And then she has Martha Stewart 48. <laughs> okay. Martha Stewart 48. And Martha Stewart 48 is who's on my dream blunt rotation because she is wild. Look at what she posted. <laughs> is that wait from afar is that meredith gray oh my god no it is giving <laughs> why meredith does that gray. look like ellen pompeo it does why is martha stewart in full glam in an a, like a lingerie matching nighty and and bedhead she looks like she just had sex <laughs> like that's what this yeah. picture is doing. it's a mirror selfie the caption after an eight hour plane trip from westchester to palm beach horrible by the way <laughs> We went to bed early and wore my beautiful Sabia Rosa nightgown, linen with robe. I didn't look so bad when I got up, at least not as bad as I did when I went to bed. It must be the money sign, money sign, money sign, money sign, money sign outfit. The money outfit. Yeah. Martha. So she just is, a, she's like our Patreon. Yeah. A little more unfiltered. Right. Do you pay to be honest? Polished. No, but I would. 
I don't pay, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think it's so funny. Uh, horrible, by the way. It's hilarious. <laughs> wait, <laughs> we need to get her and KK in a room together. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. So KK I, be so like, so how was jail? So the Tell me everything. The next person on your list has to be KK. I can't imagine it's anyone else between a bottomless mug, Martha Stewart 48. <laughs> it has to be KK. It isn't. <laughs> it's not KK. I'm putting Lily Connell on my dream blunt rotation for this week. Mm. Is this her first, the first time she's made it into either rotation? Probably not the last. Yeah. Uh, because Lily. Queen of girl talk this week. Queen. Guys, you're like, give us a girl talk episode if only Lily was going to be here. The girl talk we had today. I can't talk about it, it here. Was, it was another level. But let's just say huddled around my and old bed caroline's old room lily's current room mom got in there just mom, four girls mom is gonna be riding that high for a month or calling me crying about xyz xyz, XYZ for a couple months needless to say the girl talk was was like the old days the olden days made me think of little women i came downstairs everyone was huddled around the fire phoebe's doing a puzzle Lily's working on a cross stitching. Mummy's warming her hands. Making making a making it making a, a board. cheese board. <laughs> making she just made cheese. Mom just mom just she cut put the it, cheese. She <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Lily. And if you know, you know. If you know, you know. You're up. I Y K Y K. Nope. Nope. I Y K Y K. Also, wait, how did you watch the whole video that David and Alexis bike scene? The part where they go, the hat, the hat, the hat, the where they both go, like, the and they do this. I was like, this is so fucking funny. But I honestly was like, I can't. Who's who? Tell. Literally, who's who? Because it really does. But most of people consensus? did write in and say, Caroline's David, which kind of surprises me sometimes. Yeah. When Alexis is in the scene. <laughs> you know like i get it if she's not there people right. do say that to Caroline it. Thinks what, I have is no personality. With, what is it with people telling me i literally am like i was like oh my god you'd love this show you're, you're just, just like, like the David. most unflattering character in it he is david not. rose and then also alana glazer and broad city <laughs> and they're like, oh my god you're so much like this character i um no i do take david rose as a compliment i watched a really wonderful video they like the cast was around like a round table and they were reading a bunch of like letters that people wrote in Aww. and it that show doesn't get enough credit for like no it doesn't i want to rewatch how it we should do that pilot yeah that would be good it's a quick one i know sorry hood's on <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys you might have <laughs> been able to tell by the change in demeanor but phoebe's hood's on <laughs> these are not a kleenex in my nose bold by the way <laughs> Caroline got on nightmare listen, rotation. Listen, I sent you that video and you didn't say no. I begged you for photos for days. I d and I gave them to you. The, yeah, at the last second. So I did what I could, but I already had it made. You didn't use any of the pictures I sent you? No, I did. Did you watch it? I did. That's what I thought. That's what but I, I had to put a hundred photos in there. So I was working on it before you sent me all those. And I had to go from photos I had of you because you never listen. Anything you want done, you better text Phoebe at least three times. Okay, to be fair, when she texted me initially, I did make an album. I went through all my pictures and made an album. But then my phone's acting fucking weird. And then I, I can't text her three more times. I like can't send pictures right now. Same. I'm like, Phoebe, can you do this? Phoebe, can you do this? Phoebe, please. 
baby! And they're like, what? <laughs> it makes me so mad. Okay, what is your rotation? First is um, LinkedIn views. Ooh. I'm, it is no business being so messy. Like, I'm someone who, I want to know what everybody I've ever met is doing well, right now. Well, you know now. what the worst thing is? When I want to stalk someone, but they blocked me on everything <laughs> else, or I blocked them on everything else. No, I don't just mean that, though. I mean, like, also people that I don't know. That, oh. like. Why are you, why would you be blocked? No, I'm not blocked. I'm just oh. talking about people that, like, that's the only way I can look at their stuff. Because I don't know them. I can't find them on a, another platform. Oh, yeah. Or, like, it's an ex-boyfriend and we're blocked on Facebook. But, like, right. they didn't think to block me on LinkedIn. So then I can, like, find them and I can look at their shit. But, I, but at what cost? Literally at what cost? <laughs> like, I... you also have no way of knowing if... If they have and you can't the see ability if, to you see. You can't see it until you look at their profile. I know. Um, and I just, like, I want to know what people that I went to college with are, like, if they have a job. I want to know what people I went to high school with are doing. Like, I want to know. I know. And I shouldn't have to risk my anonymity to do it. A lot of people use Facebook for updates like that, though, including people in your year. Well. So you could just start trying to do that. I guess. If you want those kind of updates. Yeah. Because that is the place. But, yeah, no, LinkedIn is for no reason bitchy messy yeah next is robots with you 100 percent. i i figured you would be <laughs> i saw a video of i don't actually know her name and i don't care to but she is a robot that has a name and pronouns um and she's like they're doing like a a depth perception test or something like that with her and he's this guy the scientist or whatever the man who made her <sighs> Which, like, I don't, don't even... He, he should be next on the rotation. Anybody <laughs> who's made a robot, fuck off. All the way off. Especially men making Leave female it robots. Leave it the fuck alone. Mm -hmm. He's, like, putting his finger up to her nose. And he gets close... He, he gets close one time and she, like, backs away. And then he does it again. And she grabs his arm. <gasps> No. No. I know. See, if I'm the scientist and I'm making a robot and it does that, dead. Dead. You're done. I can't. And actually, no one is allowed to make a robot again. No. Because uh, she, I also saw an interv interview of a robot and she was talking about, um, like, what she thought the future of robots would be. Mm -hmm. And she said she did see a time where robots would be able to overtake humans. And I was like, oh, so... Perfect. Um, but Perfect. hey, is it within the next 50 years? Just asking. You guys aren't really like playing it cool, though. I'm sure your leaders are like, I don't think pissed you let that cat out of the bag. No, I don't know. Because I think their leaders are a lot of humanoids. Like, who are like, rich. that's freaking sick. Yes. And who don't, who are so obsessed with themselves and their ego that that's going to be what, that's going to be their fatal flaw. They'll be the first to go. Because they're going to be like, it's like Frankenstein over. and his monster, you know? Like, yeah. It's going to turn on you. Literally a tale as old as time. It's no, it's literally a tale as old as time. And, like, I, I am also, like, we've been writing about this for hundreds of years now, like, the idea of a robot mm -hmm. and a robot takeover. And that over. we maybe need to be scared of it. But, but these men are like, okay, but they did. They haven't met me. They're like, but I'm, I'm different. I'm going to change making the good robots. everything. And that's a problem with men, is they all think, number one, that they know robots. And, number two, they think that they... They're about. They're like they got the Derek Shepherd syndrome, which is like okay, but not, but, but not I me. haven't tried exactly. You know, and it's like mm, 
lots of people like you have tried and you're all losers and you're all more interested in the accolades you're going to get that are temporary, by the way, because once the robots destroy this planet, your once, fucking trophy's not going to matter. Once the cat's out of the bag. Once the cat's out of the bag, which it seems it almost is. Had, did nobody else see M3 again? I sure did. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I'd say she developed some autonomy. Yeah. Speaking of movies more disturbing than Saltburn. M3 again. M3 again. Because, because of the reality it, it implies. Yes. Which so, I do. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. We got to cut it out. I mean, I literally have countless robots in this home. Yeah, but she doesn't count. I think she does. Okay. She scares the shit out of me. Yeah, but she. You all know she, who we're talking about, right? Arms. I'm not saying her name. Arms or legs. Yeah, but she could call someone. Okay, chill. He's like, no. Drama's birthday's coming up. Yep. Happy first birthday. First birthday. Okay, who's left? Uh. It's between two things. Pick one or two. Two. Movie ticket prices. Oh. Um, it was either here, here spoiler alert, it was either that or the burning of the library of uh, whatever the fuck. I I did some digging on that and that was really disturbing to me that that happened and makes me worried for the state of our world currently. Mm, okay. Um, but movie ticket prices that's what Caroline picked and I just don't think it should cost me $17 to go see a movie. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. Stop going to AMC. Well, I I haven't actually gone to a movie while I've been home. Okay. I was just thinking about going to see a movie and like having to go to Cinemark to get a cheap movie ticket. But also in Nashville, I don't have that option. Yeah. I have Regal or AMC and they're both fucking expensive. Yeah, that sucks. So I'm sorry. I, I'm already paying literally my life savings to get a popcorn and a Diet Coke can you at least give me a seven dollar ticket yeah i know and i'm looking at you taylor and beyonce those ticket prices were crazy and i don't understand why they had to be more than a regular ticket i think that was shitty of both of them Mm. including taylor Mm. there i said it okay 1989 for movie ticket girl make it 190 make it different than that yeah (laughs) 1313 for everyone yeah shitty Anyway, um, that makes sense. That makes sense. Movies are expensive. I just have the privilege of having a Cinemark. Yeah, you do. So my movie tickets are like 10 bucks. That's still too expensive. I don't know if it is. When you think about everything. I don't think 10 bucks is that expensive to see a movie. (sighs) The concessions there are also not that expensive. Like I can do most of what I want to do for like 20 bucks. Oh, okay. Anyway, but that was good. That was a good rotation. I mean, it was a nightmare, (laughs) 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 but it was good. It was a good nightmare. Um, all right. I'm on the recap. Let me just do the recap real quick. All right. So we're going to start with Emily. Girl is going through it with her family and a, and all this. And we know that a has not driven a car through her house. So Emily and Pam are staying in a motel Emily has a torn rotator cuff, so she can't swim. Looks like she's not going to get into Stanford, which means she's not going to be with Paige. Like, things are falling apart. But Paige, who thinks she knows fucking everything, throws Emily a surprise party, and Emily shows up pissed because Paige set up, like, a meeting with some coach, blah, blah, blah. doesn't really matter. But she's pissed, 
And at the party, she basically is like, you and I are not going to be together next year. And you heard a cheer from me and Phoebe in the distance. Um, but also at the party at Emily's surprise party, Jenna is found unconscious in the lake at the party. Um, and it appears as though somebody actually hit her first because Emily pulled her out thinking it was Spencer and got blood on her hands. So we are not sure what happened there, but the rumor has it it could have been Cece Drake. Hannah's mom is out on bail. Not sure if it was a million dollar bail or a hundred thousand dollar bail, but either way, she's out and Pastor Ted paid the bail. Um, but she is on house arrest, which means no nothing, not even Chardonnay. But Hannah's like in her efforts to get her mom out of jail and to be home. Um, and to have the judge like even allow bail, she was going to confess to murder. But then in a plot twist, Mona confessed to killing Wilden. And as a result, ends up back in Radley. But the problem is some of her answers in the interrogation contradicted the evidence. So they're not totally sold on it being Mona either. Aria is basically dating Jake. She got like super jealous at Emily's surprise party because he showed up with some other bitch. But Ezra is dealing with the crisis because Maggie wants to up and move to Seattle and take Malcolm with her. She's like, it's way more important for him to be with his mummy. And Ezra's like, actually, no, he needs to be with his daddy. But Maggie doesn't agree. Um, so he goes to talk to Vivi, the resident lawyer, and he realizes he has literally no rights. His name's not on the birth certificate. So he's going to have to get a paternity test. Um, Spencer, Toby and Spencer are getting close maybe to some answers about what happened with his mom. Um, we know at Toby's meeting with Dr. Palmer, he was like, watch out for that blonde girl. We believe it could be Cece Drake, could be Allison De Laurentiis if she really is back from the dead. Um, so we kind of are now wondering like, oh, is this blonde girl we're all afraid of Cece Drake? Uh, and we also see in our A scene, somebody is setting up shop underneath the De Laurentiis house and it appears to be red coat. We got a red coat, blonde hair. So... A bit disturbing, if you ask me. And that's it. I'm still completely confused by our opening scene. Um, What's the point? I don't actually know. They don't really tell us why they're sneaking into school. I think it has something to do with Jenna. We do get an iconic shoe shot. Yeah, I think they wanted it to be iconic, but it's immediate. You're kind of removed <laughs> from it when you see that... Spencer is wearing like those like she's wearing the shoes that they give you when you're doing a play in high school but it's a period piece it's the shoes I actually think I owned a pair of actually ah, those exact shoes and that checks out uh and I would probably wear them sockless or with like a patterned sock oh under God. under like fucking slacks yeah I was actually, she's wearing them with knee-high I was brown. at um no 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 Spencer's not wearing socks I think she's wearing knee highs. No, she's sockless. That's why it hmm. stood out to me so much. Well, someone's wearing knee highs, and I hope it's not the girl who's in pastel blue stilettos. <laughs> but who's to say? I was looking. Um, it's over the holidays, so like I was hanging out with some people from high school, and we were just sitting at the saloon, and we were talking about how like Snapchat memories had just kind of become a thing, like freshman year of high school, kind mm -hmm. of, and stories i mean it was everybody's story was always like 10 hours long and mm -hmm. it was just shit no one cared about but like you wanted to put it on your story and we were going through all of our old memories and logan legitimately used to just it was like he was documenting my life like at lunch like <laughs> there was a point where me and this other girl at lunch 
Logan like was not at lunch for a little bit and someone had messaged him and said are Diana and Phoebe like fighting or why aren't they wow. on your story? So you actually know firsthand what it's like to be on a reality television show. Exactly. So we, you're used to this level of fame we're experiencing a following, right really now. Is what it is. Yeah. Um, and we would have conversations with fans indirectly through like the story. Like Logan would tell us things that people had oh. DM'd and we'd address it. Okay. So you got a little taste of it. You got addicted and you're and like, and one day we'll have a podcast. And that's why we're here. To just feed. Yeah. But what I... <sighs> The way that I dressed in high school, and uh, let me just be clear, I was the one being the most mean about my clothes. Logan and Dan were like, I was like, you're the cl- my outfits were never bad. It just what wasn't were you necessarily appropriate time? for high school in terms of I was she was dressed like a slut. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily no, appropriate no, for high was, school. It was actually that I was dressed as the opposite of a slut. I was in like a cable knit sweater and like a button down shirt under it and like slacks like every day. Yeah. And Tom's or like, no, the Tom's I'd outgrown at this point. I had like these brown boots. I really liked that. Oh I wore no. All the time. I remember the boots or, or the leather shoes that I had, um, or Keds. I think I maybe was oh, still yeah. wearing at that point. Um, uh, maybe Converse as well. She was dressing like a first grade teacher. With I us. also loved, I loved wearing your Elon university quarter zip. Yeah. That was a great. And I zip. had, a, a black and white uh like small gingham button down i'd mm. wear that under it with black skinny jeans and my converse and i felt like the fucking coolest person wow. alive well if I you like, like that a, i felt like a college student if, if you like that <laughs> you will love with the connell university quarter <laughs> zip that is available on our etsy shop link in bio yeah but what's what's funny about that is that i also didn't buy the elon university sweatshirt so well i'm not giving you mine my Connell University quarter zip. I got In fact, fine. I want another one. It's so good. It's embroidered. Guys, actually, it's like my favorite piece of merch. I just ordered a new shirt. A Comfort Colors Road Warrior shirt. I'll show Speaking you. of which, mom's merch idea, she actually wants us to do at least one for her because she wants what? to buy it. I'll what? tell you after. Okay. Um, but yeah, I do. Need, I think I'm going to buy some merch when I get back to Nashville. Yeah, you need to. Because I do want some. You need to have some to be able to wear it. Like, just to have around, like... My goal is just have like a closet full of merch that I can just pull from. You just have to keep collecting. All right. Um, so, yeah, we, we do get this weird shoe shot, but it's not like it's the kind of shoe shot that would be filmed in like a Mean Girls type of movie mm-hmm. where you expect all the girls to be in like stilettos. They all look so put together. And then we pan up to what all the girls are actually wearing. And they again, look like hot messes. And again, Spencer is in penny loafers. Yeah. So. Again, like immediately the shot is is off. It's just ruined. And they're talking about, I I don't even know. They're talking about, they're like apparently sneaking into the school. They're apparently not supposed to be here. The first line of the show is, I still think we should have dipped into those candy stripers uniforms again. Why? Because Hannah wants to figure out the girls. So it seems like most of the girls think Jenna's a trustworthy source in terms of She'd be able to tell them why CC Shauna. No, 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 Jenna. Right now. Okay. They want to get into the hospital and talk to Jenna. Okay. About why she would be afraid uh, of CC okay. or why CC would drown her, and then Spencer, I think, is the one who suggests that someone goes to all the hipster outlet stores. And no, search, that's Hannah. Okay, to search for Shauna, because they think. Shauna might have more information and Emily says why do we trust Shauna right now and Hannah says why do we trust Jenna yeah okay yeah and then Emily gets a text and she kind of falls back behind the group and they all look at her and she goes no friggin way 
No friggin' no way. No friggin' way. And I was like, what actually, what could this possibly be? And you Poor couldn't have Emily. guessed? Couldn't have guessed. But what she said next was, Mrs. De Laurentiis has offered to let me and my mom stay yeah, with her. Yeah, because Spencer's like, did A text you? She's like, is it an A message? And then and then Emily goes, worse, Mrs. De Laurentiis. No, worse, my mom. Is that worse? Mrs. De Laurentiis offered her, her place up for us. I mean, crazy. And then Spencer's like, oh, you can't stay there. And Emily goes, oh, hell no. I'm not staying there. And then Hannah says, yes, you are. And this is where, this kills me because then we they're like, we'll talk about this later. School then, the bell rings. Kids come pouring out of classrooms. I was under the impression it was like the school was closed. It was weekend. I was under that impression at first, but there is a line that I forgot to mention where Aria says, can you guys be quiet? You guys yeah. are about as quiet as a monster truck rally. Yeah. And then. But I thought that was because Hannah, they were sneaking into the school. But then Hannah says, no, Mr. Something probably already realized that our entire row is missing. Oh. They know that we're skipping school. Oh, so th- okay, so they're skipping. They're skipping class, not yeah. school. Well, no, no, no. I think this is like the beginning of the day, so they maybe were skipping, oh. and then they came back from the hospital potentially. I have not. Th- it's was unclear. The, was the party last night? Or have they been at the hospital all day? So Spencer, 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 <laughs> Spencer, Spencer then tells Hannah that she should have been more sensitive. Spencer Hastings says that. Yeah. Spencer, you are the least sensitive person on planet Earth. I wrote Spencer's sensitive Hastings. Since when? You ruined two of your sister's, like, engagements. Also, like, in what world are you sensitive? Spencer, in what world are you the one who's not constantly pushing for... I know, and constantly pushing the envelope on, like, what's morally, ethically cool to ask your friends to do. Mm -hmm. And so Hannah's like... No, this is our best chance to find CC or to find some more information. Yeah. But to then get into that house is major. And then <laughs> Spencer's like, or Hannah also says, have you been to that motel? She has to get out of there. There's a guy there who stands by the ice cooler and crushes ice with his armpits. Horrifying. The strength. Yeah. Guys, you should hear drama chomp on some fucking ice cubes. It's probably like kind of what that sounds like. Oh. But then Spencer's like, well, actually, we should have Emily come stay with one of us. Hey, Spencer, Hannah's mom is on house, house arrest. arrest. So I don't really know about having like a visitor. Not to mention, it's probably your turn since Hannah already housed Emily. Why is Emily always homeless? Yeah, what's that about? What's that about? Okay, <laughs> so then in the hall, we have Ezra, who's unable to get in his classroom for some reason. Ezra, number one, has a chip on his fucking shoulder. He this is episode. distraught. And number two, he is like, you know when when the writers need the character to like really communicate to the audience that like something's things wrong, going things well. are awry, their life is like off kilter. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of shit that they have to do where they forget the key. And he's like, oh, this already happened once today. And no, Spencer, you can't help me. Spencer looks at him and goes, you need help with that, Mr. Fitz? <laughs> she goes, I uh, picked a few locks in, in my, my day. Time. <laughs> like, okay. And Ezra uh, says, no, I don't <laughs> need your help. I'll just go get the key from the janitor again. And he's out. Caleb is making a very interesting and bold fashion choice in this episode. He's, he's wearing a red leather jacket. He's giving Michael Jackson thriller. Oh, yes, he is. And I wonder what Aria would have to say, actually, about the leather. Or is it pleather? <laughs> oh, fun. What would oh. Hannah have to say about the pleather? What would Aria have to say about the leather? Choose. Pick your poison. Choose. Pick your freaking poison. <laughs> pleather or leather? Pleather or leather, Hannah or Aria's wrath? <laughs> Which do you prefer? Which would you choose? Oh, my gosh. Anyway, um, but 
Caleb and Hannah are talking and she needs him to help her find out where Cece is and all of this. And Caleb's just like getting less and less on board. Am I wrong? No, no, no. You're oh. right. There, but there's a line in there because they're talking about like how he like found it and like how they're going to check it and like do all this stuff. And she asks Caleb or Caleb's like, maybe I can look into like the cable records or something. And Hannah goes, well, I don't know what information we're going to figure out if we know that Cece's watching. How are we going to know if Cece's watching Sports Center or something like that? Mm-hmm. Something about Sports Center being something that Cece Drake would watch. Hot Boys. <sighs> Doy. <laughs> Remember that? Doy. Remember yeah, Doy? I used to say that all the time. You did not. As a kid? I'm, I'm, I'm like saying like, you did not. Yeah. I'm not saying you did not. <laughs> I'm saying you did not. I did. <laughs> I think that was like my whole thing as a little kid. Oh, you had a lot of whole things as a little <laughs> kid. Aria's on a date with Jake. And it, this is the perfect date for Aria because she has, I guess, taken photos of him in action doing ta- Tang Sudo. Uh-huh. Okay. And like we're talking like midair kicks, the whole thing. And she's taken all these pictures and printed them out. And they are just reviewing her work because now it's like, it seems as though she's supporting something he's into, but really she's made it about her because he's like, I can't believe you took this. Like, this is the greatest photo that's ever existed of anybody ever, especially of an athlete like me. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could have used this as my headshot for the fight tonight. And Arya's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. A fight? Boy, babe, you did not even tell me about the fight. This, I've decided this episode that the way that Jake and Arya talk to each other is how Travis and Taylor talk to each other. Uh, which, like, I didn't like when you said that and now you're saying it again. But I think it's true. Well, we don't know. I think maybe this is how Travis talks. Okay, that's fine. But I also think this could be how Taylor talks. Taylor's, like, showing him songs that she's Taylor's written. Taylor's like, I wrote a song about you. But exactly. it's, like, really, he's like, that's a, that's a chart it's, topper, babe. It's, like, words that he's never heard before. Yeah, and he's then like, he, I understand it. And then he's and like, I like it. He's like, man, I wish I could send this in for my walk-up song for, yeah. for the game tonight. And Wait, she's like, babe. Next year, he comes game? out to Bad Blood. <laughs> Oh my god, imagine. He comes out to big reputation. Big (laughs) reputation. That would be such a power move. Endgame is their song. Him coming out to songs that are about Joe, but fit being about him. I'm sorry, Endgame? Can't be about Joe. Taylor, what planet were you living on? I mean, on what what planet does Joe have a big reputation? On what? planet are you a big conversation on what planet did he have any reputation before he started dating you none now he has reputation bad one now he's a big one but not as big as travis kelsey yeah i mean uh, okay anyway so jake has this match tonight and Arya doesn't know about it but she wants to go so she's gonna go to philly and watch it um then we go to radley sheesh and fucking wren forgot about him Wish we could still. Wish I still didn't remember him. (laughs) (laughs) He's like giving her, I guess, his version of the Rorschach test where he shows her a picture and says, what do you see here? But instead of a blob, it's literally an illustration that she can just describe. And she does. Yeah. You know those like magazines you used to get as a kid where you had to like, like, it's that kind of picture that would be in this kind of magazine where you'd be doing like a (laughs) spot the difference. Okay. You know, yeah. They were nor- I feel like they were normally at the dentist, maybe. It's, it's almost like a coloring page I would liken it to because oh. it's also black, black and, white. and white. There's not lots of it's like a it's like a lots sketch. Of negative space. Yeah, so it's, it's like an illustration with a sharpie mm-hmm. for a kid to color in. And it does get colored in, 
later in the episode. And Mona describes it exactly how I would. It is a family on a farm with farm animals in the back, and they're happy. What more do you want from her, Ren? Well, he does ask for her emotional response to the picture. <laughs> and she just says what the picture is. Okay, so the, well, then he's like, what do you feel? And she's like, and he goes, I want to know how you feel about what you've done. She's like, okay, well, that's not what you asked. <laughs> she <laughs> really? doesn't say that, but that's what I said. You asked her about the picture. That has nothing to do with her confessing to murder. Yeah. Literally, literally nothing. nothing. The farm animals? <laughs> not part of the story. No. Buster. Buster? Some doctor you are. Well. Nice job, shrink. Nice job, doc. <laughs> Pretty lame if you ask me, doc. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're going Caroline, doc. <laughs> no one. What's up? No, I don't want to say it that way. I just want to be like, what's your professional opinion, doc? <laughs> be like, hey, hey, doc. When do you want to record the podcast, doc? I wish that um, the rob- the the home robot. I wish, I wish her name was Doc. Maybe I'll name my kid Doc. Doc Brown, from Back to the Future. Doc Brown DeAngelis. Doc Brown. Okay, send it. DBD. Okay, Doc Brown DeAngelis. And that's what I'm calling him. DBD. The notorious DBD. I love it. Okay, great. Moving on. So, Ren. Yeah, they she blah, blah, blah. says. She says <laughs> to Ren. Those girls used to make me feel bad. Huh. Those <laughs> That's girls. not how I remember it. I remember you making them feel pretty bad. But this is where also you are so wishy-washy. Me? You are so wishy-washy because before you're like, no, but I do feel bad for mom. I do. Stand by it. You stand by that, but now you're like, I don't remember it like the girls are mean to you. No, but I'm just like, Mona. I can keep it real with someone I have empathy for, all right? Mm. And this is an example of that. Mona, you, they may have made you feel bad because they wouldn't let you sit at their lunch table, but you did run Hannah over with your car. <laughs> yeah, like, and she's like, I felt us start to get close and I didn't want to lose that. And Wilden was making them mad, so I hurt him. It was, she goes, well, I realized we're on the same side and Wilden was bothering them. So I got rid of him. And I do it again. <laughs> I was like, no, honestly, okay, girl. Hey, Mona, if you did kill Bolin, this is a sly. Sly, total, complete and total sly. Herstory. This yes. is herstory. And Ren's like, yeah, well, I don't think you did it, Mona. And he's like, you used to be honest with me. Oh my me. God, wait, this is, she eats here. I know. And she goes, yeah, I did. And then I realized where your loyal, or no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but then I realized where my loyalties are. Where your His. loyalties are. <laughs> not me trying so hard to eat and absolutely <laughs> botching you were using the space you were using the space i was making a meal of it making a meal that's what i <laughs> we're just two extra extra small girls <laughs> making a meal of it <laughs> do you ever feel like an extra, extra small girl making a meal of it <laughs> Guys, what happened to Katy Perry? Someone's 2024 predictions. Who's that? Okay, obviously I'm not speaking this new existence. Don't get mad when I say this. Someone's 2024 predictions were that Taylor and Travis will get engaged. After two weeks, they'll have a crazy fallout. It's very public. No. And then uh, and then and then and then he'll date Katy Perry. And, no. Oh thank God. <laughs> and then Taylor's going to cut her hair. A la Katy Perry. No, 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 no. <laughs> the way that they wrote it in their notes app, though, was so funny because it was like, Taylor will cut hair, parentheses, Katy witness era. 
<laughs> no. Okay, Taylor, I'm saying this now. Hear me. Hear me. Hear this. Hear this. <laughs> hear this. I I think you can look beautiful any way you want, but I don't think you have the head shape for for a big nor, cut. Nor I don't. I don't think you could live it down. No. Is the is the biggest and, thing and for a, me. Bigger than that, I don't think we could live it down. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I can't. I've gone to the trenches, and I would do it again, but not for not this. for that. Not for that. I'd still listen to your music and go to your concert, but I, not loudly. No, no, no. I'd have to, you know, quiet luxury, be like quiet Swifty. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, wait, in 2024, we should normalize quiet Swifties. So she doesn't have to like go into hiding again. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not be so annoying. Let's just not be so annoying. Much. Yeah. But that's just women. <laughs> women, women make yourself smaller again, challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline and Mimi's <laughs> advice for a really prosperous 2024. <laughs> Women, make yourself smaller again. <laughs> Try that. Shrink yourself. We're trying a new kind of vibe <laughs> in 2024, which involves women shutting the fuck up. <laughs> Contain yourself. Shrink. Know your place. Be less than that. <laughs> in every way. Tangle yourself up into knots again. <laughs> Just to impress someone. Crawl into the fetal position and stay there. Take America Ferrera's monologue from <laughs> Barbie 2023. Shove it up your ass! <laughs> no, actually listen to it and say, yeah, that's checking every box for how I want to be. What? I want to tangle myself up into knots. Oh, 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 I, oh. I thought you were like being anti that monologue. Oh, no. Okay, well, that's the vibe I was getting for a second. I was confused, and so I asked you to explain, and thank God. And thank God I just saved your reputation <laughs> with one simple question. One simple question. I saved your rep. Okay. We're just kind of being like silly goofy. Um, wait. And then, okay, so she said, she, she's talking to Ren and she's like, I realized where your, lo- where your loyalties lie and realized I couldn't trust you and like who you were working for. And then she stops and she goes, by the way, you forgot the GN diagnosis. <laughs> Which is so funny. And hey. Out of the two of us, who fucking killed it more? I also saw the diagnosis, and I think they expected it to be some, like, big revelation. Extreme distrust and paranoia. (laughs) Who doesn't have that (laughs) diagnosis? I'll tell you that much. And then Ren accuses Mona of stopping taking her meds. We don't really get much clarity on that, but it seems like maybe. You had a classic Janelle smirk. That. yes too there was I, no every wink. scene in this when it like goes to her face at the end of it i'm like is she just gonna start screaming like she did in that one oh scene God. with spencer or that one scene with hannah yeah i'm like is she just gonna start like going for it <laughs> i can't wait if um, she does wait no spencer's the one that screams in that remember oh yeah spencer's yeah, yeah. The sorry. One she's completely calm lunges over the table <laughs> yeah, sorry sorry what am i thinking actually spencer kind of jumps the way that like drama jumps over things um, that's, yes. that's actually how spencer yes. jumps over the table and spencer did it again to mona at the decathlon that's the scene that oh i'm talking, talking about. about radley oh right that was with caleb yeah yeah. When she flips the table yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then there was the scene where Hannah's in there and Hannah like yells at her. Yes. And then, or wait, there, there's another scene where she starts yelling in there, but it's not that. I anyway, know. whatever. She screams a lot. Doesn't matter. Then we go to the brew. Toby gets Freaking that envelope brew. a pack for him with the anytime sheet music in it. Uh, yeah. And the note says, leave the lamb alone and go for the lion. 
go for the fucking lion. Go for the lion. And that's my 2024 mantra. Leave the lamb. Go for the lion. <laughs> yeah. I am Hercules Mulligan. Up in it, loving it. Yes, I heard your mother say, come Hey! Like I'd be a dozen in horses. horses. Of course, so it's hard, hard to have in a course over four sets of corsets. No, no more sex for me, another bruise, son. Let's raise another glass to the revolution. Well, if it ain't the prodigy of Princeton College, Aaron Burr, give us the first drop some knowledge. Good luck with that, you're taking a stand. You spit, I'ma sit, we'll see where we land. Revolution's imminent, what do you stall for? If you stand for nothing, bird, what will you fall for? Wait, okay, you, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who, who is this, is this kid, kid and what's he gonna do? I am not throwing it. We're just gonna go through the whole thing. <laughs> We're just gonna the whole, so- the whole best show. line in the whole show, I realized, because this is what I listened to on my way up here from Nashville, is in the election of 1800 when it's like, uh, Hamilton, who do you, who if you had to choose, if you had to choose. Yeah. And he goes, um, what the fuck does he say? If when you had to choose, if you had to choose. It's something, of, I mean, it's something about oh. standing for something. What are you, for? what are you, for? if you stand for, n- what? I have to look it up now because I'm Jefferson has my vote. Oh. I had never agreed with Jefferson once. Oh. We have fought on like 75 different fronts. Oh. Oh. When all is said and all is done, Jefferson has beliefs. Burr has none. Be damned. Fucking well, bars. I'll be damned. Also, I just want to like point out the way Caroline was sitting while she was listening to that. It was like we were in the studio with Lynn and Will. <laughs> and he was like, okay, guys, listen to this. Caroline's sitting like with her arms crossed, her <laughs> leg up, and she's like listening. She's her head to the side, and she's like, <laughs> I tried to sing it in my head to get to the words. It's as though it's like the most revolutionary thing. She, it well, is, like it is, but she's she's literally like it's like she's Mark Ronson and like <laughs> it and does this so good. Lily and I were talking oh, about like it's it's oh it's, fire. it's hype. We were talking about uh we were watching a documentary with Mark Ronson and it today Lily and I and I was like is it like um I was like Lily you know who that is and she goes yeah have you ever heard the hit classic Uptown Funk. <laughs> and I was like, wait, isn't it crazy that like if that's unfortunately <laughs> one day when Mark Ronson passes on his that's legacy gonna be Uptown Funk will probably be above yes. his work with like Amy Winehouse. Yes. Yeah, oh for sure. Doesn't that hurt a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that hurt a little bit? <laughs> a little bit. Um no, you know what actually the best line in that show is? What? Southern motherfucking Democratic oh, yeah. Republicans. Oh like I I mean, I just don't know how I did it. It's so good. Every single song in it, you're like, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my I whole know, life. it really <laughs> is so good. All right. I'm a Hamilton hater sometimes just because I'm like over it. But yeah. like, it really but is. But then so when you really good. give it the, like the, the time and respect. Yeah. It we, need to, we need to lock it down on Pretty Little Liars. We're going to get hate mail. Ugh. We're being right. like, you know. Then we go to the De Laurentiis house. <laughs> and we do walk into... A shrine to Alice and De Laurentiis. Yeah, yeah. It's as if like you're going to someone's house that's been turned into a museum and they've perfectly preserved the bedroom. Yeah, like Emily Dickinson's house. Mm-hmm. So Emily and Spencer are like freaked out because the room looks exactly the same as it did when Allie lived there. Um, 
And Spencer's like, it's not that weird. In the 19th century, people when children died, their parents would prop them up for photos. It's like Spencer shot up. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's we get why Mrs. De Laurentiis would want to preserve it. It's more that she wants Emily to stay in the yeah, room. Yeah, that's, that's what's weird. That's what's weird. That's what's weird. And, and I like how no one's even mentioning it's two of her ex-girlfriend's old room. Like, I, can we talk about that? <laughs> that would be I a lot. Spencer's like, well, they were never together. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. She's like, hey, she's like, oh, you can. S- hey, news, Emily. news flash, Emily. News flash. We <laughs> she think she's pregnant. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie? He's, He's just not allowed to do. I think yeah. it works both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Pam is not going to come stay with Emily at the house. She's in Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. And so Jessica comes up to check on them. And like the furnace is acting up. The house is super chilly. And she's trying to get Emily like whatever she needs. Um, make wants, herself at home. Yeah, Emily to make herself at home. The girls, once That's again, it. are always just kind of rude. Yes. It just just enough that it's, it's like, like, this is not your house. Makes me a little bit uncomfortable. It's like the, the owner of the house walks down the hall and they're like, they all have like their arms crossed <laughs> yeah. and their eyes are they're going like, everywhere. What? And they're like, <laughs> Did Jessica okay. pops her head in. Emily's like, what? <laughs> what? Spencer's uh, like, can we help you? <laughs> oh my God. Privacy much? <laughs> em, are you sure you want to stay here? Are you Hannah? still listening? Hannah, could you are offer? You, does this door lock? <laughs> hey, Jess, does this door lock? Spencer definitely. No? Great. Okay, Spencer, Emily, you can't stay here. Even though the Hastings for sure are, pro- are like proponents of using Mrs. and Mr., mm-hmm. Spencer's the one who calls her Jess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So then we have Caleb. He walks in. Hannah's preparing some spaghetti for her mom. And he says the most shocking line I've ever heard. Maybe the only thing that could make me question him for one moment. He says, I thought you and carbs were broken up. Hey, Caleb, don't make a comment like that. Mind your business. Mind your own business. If I tell you, like I told Anthony, I'm not eating gluten in 2024. But if he sees me eating it, he better shut his fucking mouth. And pretend he didn't. Exactly. Like how I would imagine Jake would react if he happened to see someone order a cheeseburger at a dive bar. Yes, exactly. Exactamundo. Um, and <laughs> Hannah does something crazy. Not because I don't understand why she would want to, but because of who she's asking. Caleb has made it clear that he doesn't feel good about Mona, doesn't want her to interact with Mona, and hasn't wanted that to happen since we knew she was A. But she still says, Caleb... I was kind of wondering, would you be able to help me get into Radley? And he says, why would you want to get into Radley? And she doesn't really answer. And he goes, well, it's it's not to see Mona, is it? <laughs> and she's like, wah, well, wah. <laughs> she's like, well, Mona's the only person CeCe's reached out to. And he says, you want to go to Radley and ring the bell jar? Oh, my God. He also <laughs> says that. He also nice try, Caleb. See, Drake is the person. Well, I mean, this makes sense, but it's what he says. See, we see Drake is capable of a lot or something like that. Just look at how Jenna washed up in the lake like <laughs> soggy bread. Okay, yeah, like, and he, I think he said looking like soggy bread. <laughs> and I'm like, did like, she? Well, she didn't, her eyes were fucking wide open. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen soggy bread with eyeballs. Certainly not me. I haven't. Um, so then. He basically is like, look, I want you to go to the cops. I think you need to go to your mom. Like, this is becoming too much. And Hannah does not want to do that. Yeah. So then we go to the brew again. Ren is there and Hannah approaches him. At first, I think they're meeting each other. Yeah. And and then then we (laughs) we realize Hannah went to Radley and asked where he was and then hunted him down. Hannah literally, quote, hunted him (laughs) down. That is what they say. And she's like, so can I see Mona? And he's like, no. 
That's you like, can't <laughs> because you like fucked me over, basically. And, but he's it's under the guise of it being like it's a conflict of interest. Right, I shouldn't right. even be really talking to you. Yeah. And then um Hannah disregards all of that and says, Do you know anything about CC Drake? Because she contacted you. And he's like, I don't know. I mean, I saw a blonde in the hospital. I just thought that it was you, but it yeah. wasn't Hannah. So now we think it probably was Cece. If I'm Hannah, I'm seriously considering dyeing my hair. Seriously. Yes. I, yeah, I think I already have. If I'm <laughs> Hannah, I'm already a brunette. I'm a redhead. Fuck it. I'm a redhead. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. It's I'm a cowboy black, copper. Black widow shade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like a natural red. I have black hair with streaks. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so then hannah leaves and ren calls someone and says we have a problem i'll take care of it on my end ren villain edit my god finally he seems castle toby and spencer they are decoding the a note and the song toby said he recognized the song right away because his mom always played it and spencer thinks the note means leave eddie lamb alone and focus on the lion which would probably be cc i'm a little bit like okay do we really need to decode this? Lamb is capitalized <laughs> and you only like Yeah. Obviously. Well, you know, Spencer's Toby's a little Gotta slow. take a magnifying glass to it. We she needs it. to make it make sense to Toby. Right. She's uh, working with We find yeah. out that this sheet music is something that Marianne Cavanaugh used to play, and now the plan is to go back to Palmer. But Spencer says, When does this end? Because Toby's still like, You can't tell the girls. And she's like, Well It is like, okay, Toby. This They're like not going to fucking care that much. To be honest, I'm really sorry. This is not the priority. No. Like, the girl's lives are... Emily just had a car go through her house. Mm-hmm. Finding out whether or not... Your mom... I'm. This is so evil of me to say, but, like, she has passed. I agree. So, at this point... Protect yes, the people you love Yes, it would be so great for you to right find now. out this, this... Whether it's, you know, whatever. True or false. But it's not like your life is depending on finding this out. Whereas, for the girls... This is like life or death. Death. <laughs> this is life or death. Right. This is life or death. This is mom in jail or not. This uh-huh. is like, this is, do I have a home or no? Like the, the stakes are so high. And for Toby, it's like, you just want to know this. And I know, I get it. But it can wait. Totally. Um, and then we go to the De Laurentiis house with Emily and she's just like kind of snooping around. She's really just like looking at pictures of Allie mm-hmm. and reminiscing. And... Jessica walks in and no, Jessica's like, sitting, isn't she? Maybe she's sitting like in one of the rooms. She's like, "Oh, can I help you? Oh yeah, yeah, get yeah. something." And Emily's like, "I just wanted something to eat." And she's like, "Well, I'll make it for you." And as she gets up, she drops like her papers everywhere. Her fucking divorce papers, dude. Whoa, she's getting divorced. Woo, sheesh. She's sheesh. getting divorced. And she was like, "You know, I like knew that this was coming, but I'm still just kind of getting over the shock of like actually having divorce papers and." um whatever but someone is watching them the whole time like mm-hmm. through the windows we don't know who but yeah then we have the most pointless storyline in all of america like actually if this was how it was gonna end thanks for wasting my time that's all it was the only good thing that came out of it was when spencer Ezra was and helping, Aria broke up well <laughs> when spencer was helping a and took malcolm yes that was the best part of the mm-hmm. whole thing yeah um but basically can we just say Ezra's not the father and fucking move on? I mean, yeah, he has. But he puts is, the envelope in front of Maggie. This is sending Ezra into a spiral. Yes, but also if I'm Maggie, like, 
he puts the envelope in front of her are you not shitting your pants oh my god because you've not he's invested not just yeah. like his time but funds right and all this stuff and you've let him and like also his fa- i mean i know his family did the wrong thing but also you've but you're like taken, a full villain you've taken a million dollars from the family already and now yeah. you're letting ezra think yes and like, like create this have relationship you not done enough like, like you've done girl, enough get Le- leave him here. alone like yeah, but it I really was, is. I was bonkers. saying this is the most she reminds me of her character in Ten Things I Hate About You. The way that she's acting her set, and the her way like she what? looks yeah. is very look at me, look at me. Look at me, look at me. Exactly. So that's that. Um, we have Hannah texting the girls saying that she thinks Cece snuck in to see Mona after talking with Ren. And so as she's getting coffee and coming out, she sees Caleb outside of Spencer's mom's office. And she's pissed. Like, she's like, what What were you doing there? And he just says, I don't know how to protect you. So, like, he, he was, was gonna basically ch- going to go tell Vivi. Yeah. I, Can you I, imagine? I hate to say it. You wish he did? No. This is, and knowing what the next episode is, we're no. on rocky territory for Halo. No, 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 no. I mean, I could kind of tell. Yeah. But, like, I hate it. I know. No. Uh, but Caleb is kind of on my nerves right now, like a bee in my ear. So. But, he does, but he does say, I would rather you hate me and be safe than the other way around. And it's like, yeah, he really loves her. Love is putting your, hap- your happiness underneath someone else's. <laughs> <laughs> your love is putting your own happiness uh, above everyone else's. Wait, I just my husband. <laughs> and, instead of the way that mo- normally people would say what the sentiment you said, that which is, would say it. which is, when you put someone else's happiness above your own, I'm going to start saying, when you put someone else's happiness underneath your own. <laughs> I or mean, when you put your own happiness underneath someone else's. Is that just the saddest thing you've ever heard? <laughs> Couldn't be me. Not in 2024. <laughs> Could not be me, Anthony. you got a big storm coming. So here's what's crazy. 20 minutes ago, we were just saying how <laughs> in 2024, women need to make themselves smaller. Um, that's one thing about us you never know what we're gonna say where we're gonna go who we're gonna be that's wow <laughs> that's wow <laughs> i love diamonds last anyway. night at the party we had to go we were playing like a category game mm-hmm. like our, a round of the game was categories we were doing tv shows and i said broad city and i got collective like it's like nobody had talked about the fact that they all watched it but they were all like oh that's such a good pick I, people don't talk about it enough it flew under the radar but people do watch it yes. like it's like that show that like you're like oh well no one's it's like watched someone this. tells you about it and you listen and you watch it and then like you it's like this little like chain yeah. of people telling each other about the show but like it wasn't like when it was on the air it was not yeah like celebrated the way it deserved to be absolutely i mean so, it's so it makes funny. me sad because we could have had more same with Shit's Creek. If people had celebrated it while it was airing. No, it was perfect. Six seasons was just perfect. I know, but it like even there, it's like, that is a bummer. That it's like post-mortem. Was it canceled? I don't know, but like oh, when it was like, airing, people oh. weren't watching it. Yeah, COVID is when people started watching it. That's true, that's true. Anyway, um, then we go, oh, <laughs> they start making, making out. out. Like, like making out and Ren watches them. Okay. The, and then something crazy <laughs> And then Ren's like, you know what? Happens. This makes me feel like stirring shit up. So he drives right over to Vivi's house. The audacity of this man. And he's basically like, or Veronica's like, you have a lot of fucking nerve showing your face around these parts. Yeah. She's like, you literally broke my daughter's heart, period. There I'm like, more? wait, 
There's Wait. more. <laughs> Did you forget the part where he literally like he's like a sex offender? Like, you forget, like that part of the whole thing. Okay, well that's fine. I mean, okay. Um, but he says that he's there to warn her about Mona, and he thinks she's a dangerous person, and she wants to see the girls get hurt, and he thinks of the Hastings as his family. So we had to tell them. Yeah. Then we go back to fucking. Maggie and Ezra and Malcolm was from a one night stand when she got in a fight with Ezra. She's 16. This is lore that we don't need to know. No, like don't care. She it's like she didn't know who she didn't know who the dad was. Yeah. Him or Ezra. It's like in Ian Harding's contract, he like had like a certain number of minutes he had to reach and like a certain caliber of acting yeah. he needed to be able to do to like get a raise and yeah. or like just for them to meet their contract with him. <laughs> and they were like, okay, we'll just write the storyline and then make it fall apart and ian can like cry yeah and that's what happens ian acts oh he does mm-hmm. oh he acts yeah but she says i gave myself the answer that i wanted and he's just so upset he made me believe he was my child which is fucking crazy and she leaves so we have aria in philadelphia and she's looking for this address address oh my god oh she's looking for god. the address of cc drake mm-hmm. and she runs into someone and she like asks Arya if she's the super of the building or something. And the girl's like moving out, like hauling ass to get out of this apartment building. On the phone with Hannah, though, before she meets this girl, Arya does something very un-Arya-like and asks Hannah to go check on Emily. Oh, I missed that. They're like talking and she, Hannah's giving her a list of things she has to go do because Hannah's giving her the address she has to go check out. And Arya's like, well, this trip... To go get Froyo is turning out to be longer than Gone with the Wind. <laughs> and then Hannah's like, I bet you cake, Jake, cake. I bet you cake. I bet you cake that Jake <laughs> will still be kicking when you get back. <laughs> and then Arya's like ready to hang up and she goes, oh, and Han, Emily was feeling really weird last time I talked to her. Could you go check on her? <laughs> and Hannah said, who are you? <laughs> So that's when Arya runs into this girl and she's like, oh, does like a CC Drake live here? And the girl goes, yeah, well, if you find CC Drake, let me know. Mm-hmm. So this girl also has beef with CC. Should we just go through that part? Yeah. So Arya continues to talk to the girl and we find out that maybe CC and Allison weren't having the love affair we think they were having as friends because Allison allegedly got CC kicked out of school. So CC like hated Allison. And yeah, because Arya's like, she got dropped. She uh, dropped out, and then the girl's like, "Is that what she tells people? She actually got kicked out because of this thing." And the girl actually recognizes Arya from the party yeah. where the girl fell down the stairs, and she, was, she like, was like, "CC always said that there was more than one she devil." Yeah, there were four other she devils, and I and she and CC assumed all the girls were in on. Kick getting Cece kicked out of school and she hated all of them for it. So suddenly Cece has a real motive. Real motive. Sheesh. 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 Um, and that's kind of it there. So then we have Jessica and she's just basically opening up to Emily about what happened with her marriage. And she talks about how like she thought she saw Allison but it was another girl and she's like I lose a piece of her every day so that's why I did the room. And Emily does something crazy here. <laughs> she says... I get it. And at first I think she's going to be like, I get the grief of losing yes, someone I miss you love. Her, yeah. Of like, I also lost Allie, mm-hmm. but also I just, my girlfriend I've was lost just a lot murdered. of people. Yeah. Instead, she takes a different route and says, 
the person I'm with now, we're just growing into different people and <laughs> I still love them, but I don't know if I love this them or whatever, something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, not the same. No. <laughs> you and your six month relationship in high school is not the same as the marriage that was destroyed by the death of yeah. the kid. No. Um, and Mrs. De Laurentiis is like, oh, well, he, he's so lucky to have you or something like that. Yeah. And Emily goes, oh, I thought you might have heard, but <laughs> I guess you didn't. So she's like, I thought Rosewood talks. <laughs> <laughs> so here goes. And <laughs> I'm actually with a girl. And ah. Jessica is like, oh, that's so wonderful. I wish Allie could have returned the <laughs> feelings. I would have loved for her to be with someone like you. Imagine Allie coming home to her mom. And you know the gossip sessions between them. I know their fights were crazy, but that means uh, their gossip session was crazy. crazier. So Allie comes home and she's like, mom. Emily's in a long Emily's lonely. fucking obsessed with uh, me. And Jessica's like, okay, oh, well. She's the sweet one. Maybe you could dig down and <laughs> find a little part of you that's obsessed <laughs> with her too. That'd be good. <laughs> I'd prefer that to these older men. But... It is just like, <laughs> like if I'm Emily, I'm like, like such a <laughs> God. Yeah. I wish like, Oh, so you knew perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Perfect. So, wait, I thought wait, it was wait. playing cool. Everyone knew. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. How did you know? You observed it. Great. Oh, Allie told you. Perfect. <laughs> Great. Yeah. 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 Better. Oh, you guys laughed about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, cool. Jason told you we thought he, awesome. okay. Uh-huh. okay. Like there's so, I just, if I'm out, if I'm Emily, I'm dying. And then, if as though Emily's choices couldn't get crazier and crazier, <laughs> she decides to say, "You weren't the only one who's seen Allie around." Yeah, and thank God, Jessica goes. I bet you have. Yep. Oh my gosh, I see her all. Like she's everywhere. Like she like yeah. thank God takes that route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Emily. Have we not learned from our mistakes? Are you from our friends' stupid. mistakes, specifically Hannah's mistakes. Um. So then we have Hannah oh coming to the dealer at his house. She can't find. It. This is such a weird scene. What is the point? Like, if I'm hand, first of all, this conversation with Jessica and Emily was just happening. Mm-hmm. Now Hannah's and now here. They're gone. Now Hannah's here. No they're one's there. Nowhere to be found. Um, but also, if I'm Hannah, I'm and I. The last time Mr. DeLaurentis was in town, you couldn't look him in the eye yeah. because of what happened before, and now you're just like walking you're around walking their house. In, you're not just like walking to the house; you're walking in the house, and then you're going upstairs, and you're not and you're going like in bedrooms. You're realizing no one's there. You're mm-hmm. like Mrs. D. Also, why don't you give Emily a call? You have her phone number. You guys che- famously have phones. You don't actually have to show up to check on. You could text her yeah, and see if she wants her company. Call. Yeah. So she's like looking for whoever in the house. No one's answering, but we hear creaks. And then we see red coat, like open a door with gloves. And Hannah's like going through Allison's room. And this is where we get our titular moment because Hannah opens up a jewelry box of Allie's. And in the mirror, we see Hannah like looking down. And then in the back, we see red coat with the alley mask on. Mm-hmm. So those would be the other two faces also reflected in the mirror. Hannah doesn't see her, doesn't hear Crazy. her. She walks away. Hannah's just still in the room. Where did red coat go so fast? She's wearing red, a red trench coat and a, she's and a kind of hard to miss. She's absolutely hard to miss. <laughs> she's in blonde, long curly hair yes. and she has a plastic mask on. Yeah. And she looked right in the mirror at the thing that you are looking like. It's just Hannah. I love on, you, Hannah. but you're fucking stupid. Let's and be a little also more observant. The nail situation. Well, I don't like that you said she's fucking stupid. Kind of mean. Let me have it. No. Say you're sorry. No. Not until she takes that fucking nail off <laughs> with the checkerboard. Whatever. You're hateful. 
What if I told you none of it was Some accidental in the first? And you saw me, I do not want it, your body. <laughs> I laid the groundwork and then. The best lyric in that song, in case you were wondering, is when she says, the wind in our free-blowing sails. And then there's like a little... And the liquor in our cocktails. And the liquor in our cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's like, okay, suddenly I just... <laughs> <laughs> up in the air. <laughs> Walking, Walking on, on air. air. Wait, right. maybe Valentine's Day merch that says that. Walking on air. Because, you know, that's where that comes from. And we do it... And it's walking on a stair of hearts. <laughs> <laughs> on a stair of hearts. Guys, graphic design incoming. Check it out. Yes. Remember that I do all our merch. Guys, you're, you're going to learn what a stair would look like. Just one? Of hearts. A stair of hearts? <laughs> Anywho. Um, okay, so then we have crazy. Oh, wait, never mind. Sorry, it was another crazy thing. Toby and Spencer are visiting Dr. Palmer. Yeah, this is the opposite of crazy. I'm over it. They show him a sheet music. He's like, sorry, I don't play. So then Spencer sits down at the piano, plays a song, and suddenly Dr. Palmer. Marion? It all comes back. <laughs> yeah, he starts calling Spencer. Marion, she doesn't turn around. She just keeps playing. This is like when Ellis Gray thinks yes. that George looks like Thatcher. <laughs> And at yes. first she's like pissed and then she like suddenly is in love with Thatcher again mm-hmm. and George has to lay in the bed with her. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I know. So he's like, is Toby coming today? Blah, blah. And so Spencer finally turns around and she's like, tell me about the blonde girl. And I'm like, wait, bold. If I'm, if I know that I have him this far. I'm like, you just broke the spell. I'm not turning around and showing in my face. No, you broke the spell. And also when we end up finding out what Marion Cavanaugh looks like. It's not Spencer. Not Spencer. Not even a little bit. So then somebody comes to get him, like his time is up, and he says, can you please show Mrs. DeLaurentis to my office? Yeah. So now Spencer's like, okay. This is where Jessica Sp- or Allie was seeing him too. Yeah. Spencer falters and is like, like her, her one big massive fault is that she just doesn't know when to slow down. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she turns, realizes she can start getting information out of him, turns around and starts yes. like fucking quizzing him it's like and it's like okay well if you eased into these questions yeah. he might be able to have more to go on she's just, of just like saying, me the for blonde girl <laughs> who is she get to the point and it's like okay where are we spencer but spencer's busy she had shit to do like what <laughs> like solve the mysteries of the world of the whole the world. Seven, she's like the seven one the seven wonders. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna fucking figure them out I'm by the time the I'm gone. The for sure gonna find the eighth. <laughs> anyway, so then we have Vivi visiting Mona at Radley. And Mona's like, How did you get it? Oh, I guess you made friend with the nurses <laughs> when your daughter was here. This is like the episode of RuPaul where the library is open. Like Oh, and they the just v- read everyone. Vivi walked Phil. in and she said, All right, Mona, the library is officially open. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. And uh, Mona said, bet. <laughs> yes. So, um, Vivi then says to Mona, well, I get the feeling that you make a lot of people nervous, which I loved. I thought that was great. And she basically says, like, if I find out that you are going to use this stunt against my daughter and her friends, and Mona says, well, the only person who messed with them is Wilden, and he's gone now. And this is, like, the story she just keeps yeah. sticking with, and Vivi just is full-blown threatening Mona, mm-hmm. which can't be allowed for a lawyer. And we find out it's not. It's really not. Um, Let me go back to Philadelphia. Sheesh. And sheesh. Why do you say it like that? That sheesh. was kind of oh, jarring because it's not sheesh. It's kind of, yeah, it's disarming <laughs> even. Sheesh. 
<laughs> you gotta make eye contact. <laughs> uh, 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 you gotta say sheesh, sheesh, like like do Jenna eyes. Sheesh, sheesh. <laughs> That's not Jenna eyes. Those are my Jenna eyes when she's in the pool and the lake. I know she's like, she's like, I didn't want to lay down. No, but her eyes are wide. She's they're, like they're not like this. She's like, sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so sorry i blacked out um, um aria's getting a call from ezra ezra who is seething <laughs> fuming, staring at himself in the glass of his bookshelf his book cabinet is this is and he's villain. like Ugh. this is a scene that you'd get in a marvel movie this when, is like, right before like in star wars like darth vader i've never seen the films darth <laughs> vader is like standing on the spaceship and there's a window overlooking space hands and on a fist and he he is hands on a f- hands on a fist on the glass yeah then one of his little like fucking uh droids what are those things called skywalker no no <laughs> no what are the, the space cadet things oh what um, the fuck are they stormtrooper just call them the thummies St- <laughs> <laughs> same vibe same vibe stormtrooper the thummies <laughs> walk up one of them like we're gonna actually this is gonna be the thing that is a nail in our podcast coffin by the way they like walk up to him they're like uh, they're like turning around there's two of them one's like turning <laughs> around to the other one he's like hey, why stop? and he's like uh mr vader sir <laughs> uh our, our plan was foiled <laughs> <laughs> darth vader his at first his, his hands like this and then it slowly goes his, hands, into his palm is open fist. by the way then it curls into the fist is what she's doing and he's looking at it. it's like the way that it's shot the way that george lucas has shot this is that you're seeing the back of his head but you're seeing the front of his face from the window the yes, reflection yes yes and you can see that in his in his he's mind in his mind's eye he's looking at space he's looking at all the planets exploding he's Kaplow, kablam, exploding he turns and immediately eviscerates the person who just said that the person is just evaporates into like a cloud of green smoke right and then when he walks away he flips his cape so that it then covers the camera and that has created a perfect transition for george lucas to go into the next scene yeah so that's sort of like how that happened yeah and if you didn't and if you didn't get that. it, you didn't get. It. You know what? Not, film isn't for everyone. Everyone's not a cinephile, and everyone who's a cinephile or self-proclaimed right, doesn't you, understand film and cinema. If you didn't get that, and you haven't seen Saltburn yet, just, no, just do don't even watch it. Don't even watch just it. don't even watch you it won't because even you won't even it. come close. It'll just go right over your head. You literally won't even come close. <laughs> so Arya's getting Arya a call from Ezra, and he's kind of like that. And <laughs> Jake then like comes out of the door, and he's like, "Hey, Arya, I'm up in five. She's like, okay, I just have to take this. And for a second, I'm like, if she misses his fucking fight for this bitch of a man, but she declines the call. Only, s- and that's the tipping point. Yes. This and is now Ezra, villain era. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's when the cape thing happens. Yes, exactly. And then we go back to Radley. Oh, wait, well, no. we already went through it. Spencer is trying to tell the girls about oh, like yeah, the conversation with Dr. Though. Palmer, but... They don't she buy kind of has bit. to lie though because like she yeah. can't tell them the whole truth mm-hmm. about why they were there so it's just like not really working and um emily says something crazy they're they're talking about asking jessica if she or allison went to see dr palmer and emily's like i do not think we should be bothering her with this she is fragile oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, what this is kind of giving and I'm, try- I'm not going to like spoil too much, but spoilers. You're the queen of spoilers. So when Allie does come back eventually, like Emily <coughs> loves to do this. When she, shut up. Caroline knew. Ooh. 
Are you okay? Yeah. Oh. Emily like likes to do this thing where like when someone confides in her and the girls then like want to like talk to that person literally at all. Emily's their soul protector. Exactly. <laughs> and that happened like with Ali when Ali comes back. The girls are like, okay, well, like, she has some fucking questions to answer. Yeah, yeah. And Emily's like, no, guys. Emily's like, just let me kiss her <laughs> first. <laughs> maybe, maybe that would, like, maybe, soften the blow. Maybe true love's kiss would work. <laughs> and then she'd just spill. <laughs> and then she'd probably just spill. What Let's do you try think? that. What do you guys think? I think we should go with my tactic and then Spencer's, which is handcuffing Allie to a table <laughs> with, in an interrogation room and a flashlight and asking her everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Spencer is a flashlight. Actually, she's one of those lamps, like the Pixar lamp. Just beep it out. Beep. <laughs> I'm gonna beep start using out. that sound instead of the sound beep. that I have. Use this. Beep. Sheesh. 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 <laughs> Sheesh. Okay. So, Jessica. They go to see Jessica, and she's like, "Oh, girls, I wish you'd stay for dinner and a sleepover." This mm-hmm. poor thing. And Spencer's like, "Okay, listen, Jessica, was Doctor Palmer your doc?" <laughs> she basically just comes right out with it and jessica's like no and why would you ask me that and i'm like yeah no why would you ask no, her that she's like what kind of the name sounds familiar what i'm also like dr palmer is probably a pretty common doctor name that's fair also jessica's like what kind of doctor is he and spencer goes a uh, psychiatrist <laughs> was he yours <laughs> spencer. Like, well, can i see what can i see your medicine cabinet what are you on <laughs> what does he prescribe just wondering <laughs> has nothing to do with the future storyline of mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she's like, okay, well, if not yours. Was, and Hannah's like, well, was he Allison's? I'm like, Hannah, stay out of this. And we find out, no, we get this flashback. Allie's playing piano. Mm-hmm. Parallels. And Jessica comes in. This is a very different woman than the one we see sitting in the dark with her divorce papers. Mm-hmm. She comes in on fire, slams the piano cover down, like on Allison's Wait. fingers. And Allison goes, ah! You almost took my limbs off. <laughs> no, she is. At first, she... Well, first, you're missing great Allison lines. Okay. Jessica comes storming in, and she's like, Allison, where are you? She's playing the piano, so oh, it yeah. should be obvious. And Allison goes, in here. Duh. Duh. <laughs> and then when she comes in and, and she slams the, like, piano cover on, Allie goes, God. You almost took my friggin' fingers off. I know, but then she Friggin' goes, is the word of the app. Friggin' is. But then she literally yeah. is like, you almost took my limbs off. <laughs> your limbs? Okay, now it's gone from fingers Wait, to your full your arm. Your uh, Yeah, like literally. Yeah, I think you meant that. Um, but Jessica's like, you are psycho. Because I guess Allison and Cece Drake had a little game they like to play <laughs> where they would switch places. And... Jessica got a call from Radley saying, your daughter's here and she's a danger to herself. You need to come here. She's trying to check herself in. Yeah, you need to like get here. So Jessica races there, gets there. Cece Drake is sitting there in Radley. In Allie's clothes, head to toe. Yeah. And she goes, this friendship is toxic. (laughs) You are not allowed to hang out there anymore. And Allie goes, (laughs) okay, well, before you have a full on hemorrhage... the way that they talked to each She's other. like, I didn't think she would actually do it. So <laughs> I'm not responsible for that. And she goes right back to her piano playing. And she, yeah, she goes, this friendship is toxic. And Allie looks at her and goes, so are a lot of things. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you talking about the marriage? Got her. Yeah, like what? Anywho, um, but Jessica tells the girls that Allison and Cece were obsessed with each other and they like, wore each other's personalities so they're like oh well that's why all those masks were made because allison it wasn't a dig at us that she wanted us to look more like her it was for cc so they could fucking switch places 
Allison, imagine if they had imagine a college girl wanting to switch places with a 14 year old. Troubling. A lot of this becomes incredibly, incredibly, incredibly troubling as we get (laughs) further into the story. If it wasn't already troubling, which it is, strap in. It's like deeply troubling. Strap in, get ready. Okay. We go back to the Hastings Castle with Hannah and Caleb and Spencer. (laughs) Vivi, your time is up. Time's up. Time's up, Viv. (laughs) Viv. Viva. Viva. Viv. Viv. (laughs) Anyway, she's being accused of obstruction of justice. Start calling Vivo Viv. Yeah. I'm going to be like, hey, did anybody hear the new Viv? The Dua Lipa Viv? (laughs) Viv. Wait, I love and a brave. Anyway. They think that she bullied Mona into giving a fake confession. Which is crazy. So now Vivi has to accuse herself, which means Ashley no longer has any legal representation. She sees Hannah's there and she's like, Hannah, what are you doing here? She's like, you should get home quick because you need to start studying for the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Because your mom needs a lawyer. Um, Then we have Jake and Aria on their first date. They're Mm. eating burritos on the stoop of some place someone's house and he's like i really like i didn't know the fight was gonna go so long i wanted to take you out to a really nice dinner like steak and she goes i don't eat meat at At all all. (laughs) (laughs) it's like actually you do (laughs) actually you do because two episodes ago you were like sausage king we have you on tape in 4k you just got caught (laughs) i wish someone would have come out of the freaking corner like caught gotcha you just got caught red freaking handed red freaking handed and it's like speaking of getting busted hey candace of phineas and verb why didn't you ever whip out your fucking phone <laughs> and take, take a, a fucking take a picture of the it'll last coaster. longer i know that is so true i was always like girl the solution is so clear <laughs> oh my god she didn't uh, come ever, to caroline connell's school of big sisters ever heard of facetime ever well at that time on her flip phone she could have taken a pic though okay she could have yeah. so um, also, I, I always thought Phineas and Ferb would be like, if they ever like thought they were going to get busted, if Candace had told the mom in front of them, they would have been like, yeah, but we cleaned up. They were like, not. Yeah. They're like, and they're like, what about it? Wrong. <laughs> she's so jealous because she's that's, boring. That's what it was. That's yes. what it was. Yes. So then Aria and Jake make out. Things are great. Emily now gets home from work and Jessica is knitting. And we have a guy who had come to fix the furnace and he comes up and he's like, furnace furnace oh my god furnace is all good but you actually have a bigger problem he leaves jessica and emily decide to go down to the basement but not turn on the lights instead let's use a flashlight and they're skulking about in the creepy ass basement where they've just been informed there's something sinister we do realize that this is where they do the laundry so i'm like jessica turn the light on you've been down there yeah yeah that is maybe she hasn't She's done What's bad. What's more troubling? She's done bad. She's getting divorced. <laughs> There's no point. In d- Once you're divorced, <laughs> you actually don't have to do your laundry. There's no point even <laughs> even doing your laundry now. Um, but they find the crawl space home that A made for them. So that red coat made for themselves. Um, with like rat. It kind of looks like where Caleb was living in the high school. Yeah, like it's like messy. And there's a version of that Roxy music song playing. Um, but the beginning of it, like, it kind of sounds like that song, but not enough for me to be like, it is that song Mm -hmm. until Emily goes over to turn the lights off and which by the way, which wait, they were on. I think they turned (laughs) like the switch box on 
I guess. But also Jessica there, leaves her down there. I'm but like, then they no, needed, no, no. But then they needed the flashlight to like. Yeah, Jessica's like not. Jessica's worried. like, well, I'm gonna go make dinner. She's and like, Emily's like, like, I'm gonna hang out down here. Jessica <laughs> is like, it looks like they're gone. Crazy. Emily's like, this. It was awkward. This is actually where I've been staying. The motel gets pretty noisy. <laughs> Literally. And I just thought, you know, yeah, no one's here. Because my girlfriend's living down here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, when I told her, when I told you I've been seeing her, I've been seeing her in this house. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I do love the way they edit that. We go to Radley too. And we see Ren on the phone with someone, presumably the fucking Department of Justice. Because he says he's reporting his almost former mother-in-law. Yeah, dodged a bullet. Ren, is what he hey, says. Ren, you psycho. You fucking asshole. Oh, my God. You would be so lucky. Yes. But when Emily does turn off the lights, by the way, in the basement, she sees the light coming down through the holes that A drilled in the floor. So A's been peeping. Yes, peeping, peeping. Emily's like, have I worn a skirt in here? fuck <laughs> fuck yeah uh but remember she doesn't wear a lot of things that need to be hung up <laughs> right, right, right. as she's wearing at least one thing that does probably need to be hung up <laughs> she was trying to be nice right so then we have our a scene well wait ren is in he's on the phone doing that but he's also looking at the coloring page that he was showing mona earlier and he's coloring in the mom who's in a trench coat uh he's coloring it in red sure. he knows who red coat is seems that way then we have our A scene, and it's a little confusing to us. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's the wreckage from the Fields house, but I do have a question. I feel like some work would have been... Like, I know. Some stuff would already be being moved a yeah. little bit. Like, I'm sure it's not just a fucking open hole on the house. It does appear that it is that way, and there's a, like, shattered glass frame picture of Emily... But then A, like, puts Ashley Marin's Manolos there, too. It just doesn't make sense to me. Most A scenes don't. Some some come true. Some have something to do with the show. Some don't. Maybe this yeah. is one of those. Who knows? But that's it. That is it. Baby, please read the synopsis for next week. I didn't take a picture of it. Classic. All right. <laughs> the episode is called Bring Down the Ho. <laughs> Guys, I'm scared for this episode because... This is a pretty infamous one. Hannah achieves unwanted fame as the daughter of a murder suspect. A continues to manipulate Toby, which is actually the perfect word for it. Because A knows that this has yeah, that's none true. of it fucking matters. A is just having fun with this one. Mm -hmm. This is a side quest for A. Uh, Ezra hopes Arya can help him with his troubles. A Western sure themed school dance becomes a ba a battleground. I was said I thought it said background. It says battleground. <laughs> This aired on August 20th, 2013. What were you doing? What? This aired on August 20th, 2013. What were you doing? I was probably in Charleston. You're a freshman. Getting ready. Yeah, I was probably moved in. Crazy. I was celebrating the So this is officially like I, I was fully not watching the show at all from this point Perfect. on. Perfect. Yeah. I was soaking up the last couple seconds of summer. <laughs> you sure were. Yeah. You were a summer girl. I probably you had to say you're a winter <laughs> bitch, but, but summer's in your blood. blood. You can't help but become the sun. I want so Matchbox bad. 20 to cover True Blue by Boy Genius. That's a weird request. Well, we just sang it kind of how that would happen. If you want. And I think it kind of sounded Okay, cool. if you say so. If you say so. If you say so. Anyway, guys. 
Thank you so much for listening to this app. There is no Patreon episode this week, but we will be back um, with our first Patreon episode of 2024 next week. And yeah, so go check that out. Um, We will be dropping some new merch in the coming months, which is very exciting. Please follow us on social media, rate, review, like, subscribe, send the podcast to someone who you think deserves to have a gift, something to brighten their day in January. And we will see you next week. And...